I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. We are live! What is up, fight fans and insomniacs alike? Welcome to another UFC Fight Night Watch Party. I'm your host, Cameron. And I'm your second host, Mason. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell we're slightly out of practice. It's been a... I'm fine. It's, it's been a week. I'm fine. But we are back to watch the yeah. fights tonight. Coming up, we have the UFC Fight Night Shabazian. Shabazian. Shabazian versus Derek Brunson. Shabazian says he wants to be the youngest champion of all time. I don't think he's on track anymore because of the the whole pandemic. I think oh, he's. No. I think his timetable got thrown off. I think he lost his uh, his what like that claim that got him so much popularity when he was getting those stops. Oh. In the early going. Well, what are you gonna do? <laughs> as long as he becomes the FC champion, I think that's pretty fucking sweet. I was gonna say this comes. This is the card that came after. Where have we been, Stefan? We have been just living life. Brother. Just living life. Honestly, I went to the Kazakhs, got to herd with the shepherd men there. It's been pretty. It's been pretty amazing. I've been kicking back, man, because I earned it. Bicking back, being bull, in the words of YG. Yeah, exactly. But we're back tonight for the fights. Excited to see what Shabazian can bring to the table. It feels like Derek Brunson. Derek Brunson was talking about this in some of the pre-fight press leading up to it. He was saying that he's not a gatekeeper. Uh, we'll see. But more and more, if you look at his record, he has been the gatekeeper of the middleweight division. For Robert Whitaker, when he was making his initial title run. I mean, every champion... Or every contender speaking of beats Brunson to get into the to get into the top five. Speaking of Robert Whitaker, he had a new fight announced. Already? Already. What? Guess who no he's way. fighting. You're lying. I swear to God. You're lying. I swear to God. You're trolling right now. No, I'm not. I'm actually not. You're about to say some goofy I'm not stuff. trolling. Okay. I'm reporting. Who's Robert Whitaker I'm a fighting? <laughs> he's fighting Jared Cannonier. Bologna sandwiches. Swear to the Lord. Swear to the Lord Jesus Christ. I, mean, <laughs> I swear. That's insane. Jared Cannonier. Dude, that's a really dangerous fight for him. What's up, fella? What's up, Giovanni? How you doing? What's Su up, fella? Super pumped for the fights tonight. We have Joanne Calderwood on tonight. And I just want to say, I don't want to hurt her. I don't want to hurt Jennifer Maya. I'm Joanne Calderwood. You do not sound like really. Joanne Come on, Calderwood. she has that soft little voice, dude. She has such a soft voice. Hello. No, 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 no. I'm Joanne Calderwood. Not so bad. I just sound like I'm David Hasselhoff, you drunk as like shit a on a motel fryer. floor. Friar, what? Friar Tuck. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like Friar Tuck. Here, let me see. Is this the girl that? Yes, this is the girl you're thinking of. No, it's not. I thought who did Paige Vincent do the? Jumping switch kick knockout against um, Jessica Rose Clark, maybe? No. no, no way. Jessica Rose Clark is higher higher ranked than Paige Vincent. Who are we kidding? Research. I'm a journalist. Hold on. Oh, wait. So Shabazian was Ronda Rousey's like sparring dummy for judo? No, no. She tra He trains at the same gym. He's uh, No, I'm saying is that he's him getting... Fighting. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah, just getting absolutely fucking tossed by Ronda. 
Yeah, but his coach Edmund, is... Uh, stand up for yourself, dude. Ronda was just slapping him around the... She's still slapping him around the cage. Dude, okay, you're telling me he can't be Ronda Rousey and he's supposed to be Derek Brunson? No way. Beck Rawlings is her name. Oh, Beck Rawlings, so the queen of bare-knuckle boxing. <clears throat> yeah. Dude, really? Class act. Disgusting. Eh, relax. I didn't pull my dick out. Upcoming up, the first fight on the card is Lando Venata versus Bobby Green. Bobby Green coming off of... I mean, he's riding a pretty big high right now. That's a tattoo. That's not hair. Yeah. He has a head tattoo. Wow. But in the MMA community right now, he's riding a pretty big popularity high. Because of that statement he made about his foster daddy? And with uh, the win over Clay Guida. You know, people have really started to vibe with his story, where he comes from. And uh, he's been showing a real uptick in fan support. Lando Venata is one of those guys where it's like, you should be so highly ranked at the very tip of the division, but you fight so recklessly and in such entertaining fashion that you end up oh. losing fights. Oh, rest in peace, John That McDessie. John McDessie knockout is fucking tremendous. Uh, yeah, I want to see Lando relax a little bit and j- win fights. It's a lot like Gaethje. If you just pace yourself a little bit, man. Yeah, you'll do a great job. Yeah. But 100%. Had a five-team parlay. Shabazian, Perez, Calderwood, Borg, Holland. 140 to win. Holy shit, man. Giovanni, you're crazy. Shabazian, Perez, Calder. Now it's reduced because Borg pulled out, I was going to say Borg is no longer there. Because that guy can't catch a fucking break. Dude, he is going through the ringer. Yeah. Sick kids, health issues, his eyes are fucked. He's having trouble cutting weight. Yeah, it's rough. And now his record's fucking going to the salty spittoon. <laughs> Let's what be honest. I think the flyweights are soon to go to the way of the dodo in the next five years. You really think people are going to still be tuning in to watch flyweight fights in five years? No. I've resorted to watching old boxing fights. I literally, If you Google, uh, not Google, go to YouTube and type in classic boxing fights. There's yeah. a playlist that comes up. Full oh, it's tremendous. Of classic boxing matches. Fantastic. Dude, I've been watching boxing from like 2000s, the early 2000s, where there are all these dudes who no one talks about them in like the greatest of all time. But these guys, their only losses are to like Manny Pacquiao Dude, or Floyd. did you watch the, the latest installment in the Manny Pacquiao-Oscar De La Hoya fights? No. Holy fuck, it was just brutal. Who won? Manny Pacquiao beat the fuck out of Oscar. <laughs> it wasn't even close. So Oscar stayed in the game too long and got fucking... Oh, my God. I think it was an... Slice him up, diced him up. I think it was the eighth round. I think it was the eighth round. Uh, they stopped it in between rounds. Oscar just Holy couldn't. shit, pulled a no moss. Yeah, his left eye had swollen shut. Manny was just way too much for him, man. He was, shoe, he was shoe shining the fuck out of him, in and out. It was beautiful. Dude, That's the thing of beauty. When it comes to boxing, I think you should take on the exact... Strategy. Not that I know a lot about boxing, I don't. But one strategy that I'm fascinated with is Sugar Ray Leonard. He took advantage of shoe shining, just throwing nothing punches, flurries at the end of rounds, stole rounds, beat Roberto Duran, who hits a thousand times harder than him. Yeah, I agree. I Outputs. Mean, output is so important. And it's so undervalued in MMA. People are like, you gotta land that hard shot that debilitates the leg, and I'm like, or I can land five shots. Even if you're not shoe shining, I think there's a happy medium where those shot those shots that you're throwing set up things, you know? Or 
in MMA, there's some strikers who are really good at the one, two, three having no power on them, and the four having Nick and Nate every, are the best at that. Where they'll throw they drag like, you in deep, yeah. they throw four and they make punches, you, they throw and then four they start punches. digging. Yeah, they throw four punches that you dodge, and you're like, they, they glance off your shoulder, and you're like, dude, he's barely throwing. And then the next one is just bomb. a fucking yeah. bomb from his pocket. Yeah, yeah. And I he agree. just blasts you in the face, and you're like, oh, jeez. But if you like old boxing, you should look up Nassim Ahmed. Oh, Prince. The Prince. Dude, yeah. dude, he is <laughs> tremendous. His Apparently, one. it was a big thing in the boxing community because he had so much popularity, and then he went up against, like, top-level guys and got exposed. They call it, like, exposing the Prince. Exposed. He only has one loss, so I don't know. I think he got lost and then retired then because... No. He went out on a win. He did? Yeah. Oh. Well, all I know is every boxing podcast I talk that talks about a fighter with flair talks about the prince and then uses the words until he got exposed. He lost a fight by decision. Hmm. But I will say he is by far the most entertaining boxer of all time. But he's one of the only fighters who have like these super he was he really good at mental warfare. That's what he specialized in. He's got like a record for um the most first round knockouts or something like that, or, or he's got several records. You know how many federations How could you stick to a game plan when this guy is literally taunting? Well, his walkouts are 10 minutes long. Yeah. I've seen the walkouts comes and out they are second. preposterous. He comes too. out second. One of them, he fucking came down on a red carpet. Like literally. Aladdin. Like Aladdin. Literally. Uh, others, there are fireworks going off, and he has like the most elaborate dance routine you've ever seen. And the slowest walk. Slowest. Like it's when he's slowest. actually moving, he's dancing and moving laterally. Yeah. And I'm side like, dude. Side. To take up the most time. We are not making it to the ring right now. So he's fantastic. And then you've got the, like when Vladimir Klitschko fought Anthony Joshua, and he's holding up the USB. You remember that? Oh, oh, this yeah. this USB is the prediction of the, the outcome of the fight. It's fucking... It was actually kind of crazy. He was almost... He was very close. Prince Nassim was great. S- was... J- S- San Judah. Both had flair and both huge output of punches. I'd have to watch... Oh, Zab Judah. Yeah, I know Zab Judah was that boxer. He was known for, like, really hurting Floyd Mayweather. He was one of the fighters... Zab Judah and Sugar Shane Mosley are the two fighters who have hurt Floyd bad right. in his boxing career. Granted, both those guys went on to lose. But right now we have Bobby Green. I was going to say, time to focus on MMA. Coming out against Lando Venata. And I'm going to be watching this fight intensely because I like both guys. I don't want either of them to lose. So I, really I'm don't see, I really don't want to see Lando get KO'd. I cannot express that enough. I have worries about his health from the wars he's been in already. I would not want to see anything super violent happen. To either guy. I just want a good fight. It could be a barn burner. Just a good performance from both men would be nice. Exactly. Let's see what we've got here. Bobby said, hey, let me tear your PCL, your MCL. Oh, shit. What? Bobby Green just landed a hard as fuck jab and then pointed at Lando's face and said, oh, oh. Oh, they're fucking throwing. They are throwing. This might not be a Oh, that jab fucking broke Lando's nose. It did. Mm. I don't know if it's broken, but it's cut. It's I don't know if it's always that flat. Let I me tell you, tell. being punched in the nose, man, being punched square, when someone lands just right down Main Street and lands flush on your nose, people don't, like, boxers and MMA fighters always undersell that pain. They're like, oh, it's not that bad getting punched in the nose. Bobby Green, you're going to take this, book it. Uh, we'll see, man. Let me tell you. That I was, like Bobby Green. That's one of the things that people don't uh, hype up enough. 
The pain of getting punched square in the nose with a hard jab. Or like a straight punch. It's a good right. thing he's a fighter, though. Because if, if he were not a fighter and he fucking manicured his facial hair like that, we would have a serious problem. Oh, Bobby, oh! Green's Bobby Green got hurt by Lando. Lando landed a huge hook that Bobby did not good see. Good poker face. Shout out to Lady Gaga. <laughs> what's, what's up, dude? What's up? He's on one today. In the words of DJ oh, Khaled. Oh, Lando caught the oh, kick. Oh, Lando the caught the kick. Oh, wow. Slick stuff, smooth stuff. Slick, slick stuff from Lando Venata. Catching the kick, taking the back, and then landing a couple of punches on the break. Very In the nice. words of Garth Brook. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Oh, the, the Bruce Lee head movement. Aww. Give him a little from enter Bobby the dragon. Green, I like it. Bobby Green sticking with these leg kicks, specifically a, an outside calf kick. I like it. More of that, please. Well, that was one of the knocks on Bobby Green that he would just box with guys. He'd have his hands down and not kick enough. He's another guy where he's his record is not does not a very good indicator of his skill because he loses so many decisions. Yeah. Nice front kick to the solar plexus there from Bobby. It's also Green. I think it partly has to oh, do. Oh shit. It probably has to right do with how bad, Bobby. one, with how bad MMA judges are, but two, the optics of his fight, given how he blocks shots. Oh. The way he blocks and mitigates damage is by slipping and having punches either glance off his shoulders or going with the punch when right he gets straight hit. straight lands for Bobby Green. Yeah. Right down Main Street. And it's not good. It's kind of like Uriah Faber where he would slip and his hair would move against Dominic Cruz. Well, Bobby doesn't have hair. Oh, short right lands for Bobby. Le Lando's hurt. Lando Venata is hurt here. He's got deep half guard. Deep half guard digging. Bobby's trying to open up. Lando's, Lando's back to, back his, to feet. his feet. Bobby's got a very deep single He's leg now. Trip, finishes, finishes it up against the fence here. Solid grappling from both dudes. Lando's up. Lando is up. Got a swift kick to the dick right there. Now swift Lando the has dick. Bobby's back. Whoa, what is happening? Not slick stuff, not smooth stuff. These guys are just all over each other. Rough stuff, coarse stuff. Oh, oh, nice, nice little hook there on the break from Lando. Lando's grabbing that nose. It might be broken. I was gonna say. Well, dude, I told you when you get hit those shots that come right down Main Street. Yeah, man. People always think that it like it's because you see the knockouts where people throw these giant looping punches. Right. I'm telling you, people are like, "Oh man, just landing straight punches." I want to see a wheel kick here from Lando. Nice right hook from Lando. I mean, with how low Bobby's hands are, it invites that, doesn't it? But he slips so much. Oh, oh. right straight lands from Bobby. Oh, Lando's giving him Huge pause right here. Combination Bobby has a poker face on. He's hurt right now. He's hurt right now. Lando is landing some really crisp punches in there. Serious combination. A couple more of those, and I don't know how you'd be standing. Oh, fuck. Lando hired a movement coach. It's over, dude. Is that? It is. Tito Portal, the side of the Nito cage. Tito Portal is in his corner. You can notice because he's in the chameleon stance. <laughs> he's just all right next to the cage, doing that walk that Connor does across the, the ring. The camera focuses, and all of a sudden his camouflage disappears. Tito Portal's there. He's actually seventy years old. Looks fucking phenomenal. <laughs> just ripped his shit. Ripped looks twenty five. But yeah, man, UFOs are real though. <laughs> you see what the Pentagon said? Yeah, they actually acknowledged that it's like not an aircraft that they know anything about or something like that. 
They found aircrafts that have not been made on Earth. And that's what not what it said. That's, totally that's not. See, that's what every, learn to read between the lines. That's what sheep. every public. That's idiot. what every publication said, including the New York Times. Yeah, because and then you actually read subtext. the article, and then you actually read the article, and all it says right. is read what they write. It's all unknown. Yeah, it's an unknown aircraft, which a means that it's our own aircraft. Nope. Okay, it's fine. Yeah, you're you. You right. think they wouldn't know our own aircrafts? No, they wouldn't release it. What does this? Uh, what does that mean? Even mean? Das Block. Das Blut. UFOs are real, Lamel. I mean, it's entirely yeah, possible. In the words of Joe Rogan. Aliens, alien. Do you guys think aliens help build the pyramids? All right, what's more likely, aliens or ghosts? Aliens. That's like. I thought you were gonna give one. me the ratio, the two chains answer. Both. 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 No, no, no. I, I think both are real. Real talk. But if I had to put money on it, I'd be like, okay. Aliens, aliens obviously are a safer is safer bet. It's a safer bet logic wise. Just with like the game of probability. And so is Santa Claus. Well <laughs> Probably not on Santa. I'd put my money on Santa not being Well, real. who gets my presents then? Sorry, man. Yeah. No. The Easter bunny, the tooth fairy, they're all What? They're all not real. Yeah. There's no way. It's true. Dude, I've been Double really... unders for Lando. Oh, Lando's starting off the second round. Whoa, man. Whoa, man. These guys are these guys are thrown with cruel intentions. Aggressive, man. Ooh. Nice leg kick from Lando. Dirty Lando kick. High. Oh, Dirty shit. kick from Bobby Green. That fucking knee knee smasher. Front leg side kick. Yeah. Goodbye, MCL. Oblique Goodbye, kick. meniscus. Yeah. Just let me tear all your shit. Aliens are 100% real. You can't yeah. convince me otherwise. He's also choosing aliens 100% over ghosts. But have you ever seen the show Ghost Hunters on sci-fi? I think it's pretty conclusive. I pff, Explain it. <laughs> Give me a reasonable no. answer. And if you say a fucking cockroach in front of the camera, I'm going to slap the shit out of And if you say you. they staged any of it, you're a goddamn liar. <sighs> what incentive would a TV show have? How do you make that chair slide? For I'll igniting it, for, for inducing drama. Why are you ruining children's childhoods? <laughs> I think that's my favorite phrasing. Children's childhoods. Well, I don't think our viewers are... I'd hope not. I hope we don't have a lot of young viewers. That'd be that'd be a very oh con- shit. If they Bobby watch Green, our, if they watch our stiff jab, if they watch our comedy show, they're gonna be very confused. They're pretty fucking woke. <laughs> they're watching our stuff. They're talking to each other a lot in there. Yeah, well, it's like a, it's like a sparring session in there. It's really yeah, weird. It's very odd. Bobby's gonna keep. Although doing a sparring that. session, but that like it's not between teammates. You invited somebody from an say, outside gym. The guy just came in and he's throwing way too hard. So yeah. then the guy from the gym is like, okay, <laughs> so we're out. just fighting. Yeah. Now. <laughs> oh, oh, Lando. I think Lando, Lando thinks he has might have that a little bit. Here. He he's, has it. He has it. He's, actually, he's not. He doesn't have his leg in the right spot to finish it. He's got to put his left leg over the back. His oh, right le- Bobby. Bobby did the Bobby's passing because oh, he has to put his left on. leg. Oh. oh. Yeah, if he's trying to go for the guillotine on the right side, he's got to put his left leg over the back of Bobby Green. Someone's bleeding. Can't I think it's Lando. You think Lando's bleeding? From his nose, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Bobby might be bleeding on his chest here. 
Dude, Lando kind of looks like a scuffed Shia LaBeouf. Lando Venato pushes off the hips of Bobby Green back up to their feet. You know what I'm saying? Scuffed Shia LaBeouf? Yeah. Like you have that cloning machine from Santa Claus 2, <laughs> and you put Shia in there, Lando Venata's coming out. Uh, dude, how dare you? <laughs> I don't think Lando Venata gets that uh, that niche artistic puss that Shia LaBeouf <laughs> Shia gets. gets. Well, yeah. He's an artist. Shia has commitment, dude. He tattooed Creeper. Oh, oh those bitches who smoke cigarettes, but with those, on those long cigarette Sticks. holders. <laughs> from the 1920s. Ooh. You wouldn't understand. Or French chicks. Yeah, they still smoke. Yeah. What's well, up with that? It's still a thing. So in the UK, it's like a huge thing, too. I, I just don't get it. But then they'll always talk about their National Health Service, and I'm like, you're really not helping the NHS out. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. They're all over the place. Swinging and banging. It's like a point where you'll be boxing gets... and your striking coach will yell like, loosen up. And these guys will be like, you're too loose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tighten Stim- up. Stiffen up. <laughs> Stamper. <laughs> you're like a wet noodle in there. That's fucking... <laughs> so I said, they both hired a movement coach. <laughs> Fuck, man. They're just so fucking loose. There's no... <laughs> <laughs> Look like you have bones. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like that scene in Harry Potter where they just lose the they lose all like the bones in their forearm and it just it's jelly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Oh god. I feel like Green's getting slightly the better part of these uh yeah. exchanges. Oh shit. Ooh. Right down Main Street. He Bobby. goes orthodox and lands a hard ass right hand. Straight down Duval. Oh, the wheel kick. I told you, bro. It was close. The range was slightly off. I want to see it again. Oh, another right hand. Lando's one of those guys where you can throw spin and shit and have it not look ridiculous. Yeah, dude. Tell John McDessie that. He'll be like, he can. He can. Totally. And totally. Like, you want to know who can't? Chris Weidman. Rest in peace. Chris Weidman's ghost. He has a fight coming up. (laughs) Chris Weidman's ghost. (laughs) Who's he fighting? Shit. I think... It, it was it was very fitting that they buried him next to John Volante's career. Fuck, who's he fighting? He's fighting somebody? Dude, if you do not acknowledge that joke... I didn't hear you. I said it was nice that they buried Chris Weidman next to John Volante's career. <laughs> it was really... It was touching. They were friends, long-time friends. Yeah, yeah, this guy. He's Chris Weidman is literally about to fight. Next week, we'll do a watch party for this. Omari Akhmedov. Oh, dude, I've seen Akhmedov fight. Who did he fight? He fought another Russian cat. And the fact that Chris is fighting this guy breaks my heart. Where? Okay, here's a genuine question. Where did all the hair go in Russia? It's too cold for hair. Why do they? Why, every the dude, every dude's hairline. Science, that's science. I know I'm not one to talk. I got a bit of a cue ball head myself. But where is the hair? It's just genetic. God, just, they just don't have a lot of it. It's over just there. genetic. It's the predominant thing there. Oh shit! Nice right hand lens. I think Bobby. if you have like a Johnny Bravo like level quaff. Oh shit! Oh, Bobby got hurt. Bobby Lando got hurt just with a hook really there. hurt him. Lando just really hurt Bobby. Dude, Bobby ate it for lunch though. He looks all right. Wow. The leg kicks are hurting Bobby though. Oh yeah. The way he just swiveled on that lead yeah, leg looks gross. That? Dude, anything that involves the knees where I can tell the athletes having some like 
Oh, go upstairs with a knee. Oh, that was a nasty knee. Two nasty knees to the body, Bobby landed. Lando's go throwing punches. Jump, jump, jump. Oh! Lando's hurt! Short elbow. Short elbow from Green drops Venata. Oh, Venata's in Venata's trouble in here. Trouble. Venata's he's in trouble. He's in trouble. He's got to move. He's still on Queer Street. He's got to move. That could be Oh, it. he's not He's not feeling it, Mr. Krabs. Deep oh, half. Deep half for Lando. Oh, my God. Zoink, Scoob. Deep half for Lando. His left eye swelling quickly after that. Dude. He's oh, got to move. Oh, oh, He's bleeding everywhere. He's cut badly. There's some rough ground and pound from Green here. Green wants him out of there. Lando has to move to survive here. Lando also needs to finish Green now to super win the fight. Super deep, super deep half. Go for lockdown, bro. Go for lockdown. See if see if the, that'll work. Do the lockdown. Yeah, there we go. Oh, oh no. no, that's he got the mounted. opposite of what I that's wanted. That's the opposite of a lockdown. Oh, oh that's no. in. Oh, no. Lando the turns into the moment, dude. He hired a movement coach. I told, dude, I said he hired a movement coach. What part of that did you not understand? The level. Standing in the center of the octagon, Lando Venata. That's what having no bones will help you do. Yeah. Just like turn into chokes and. Wacky, inflatable, flailing arm tube man. Yeah, you don't, you don't need hair when you can smish, brother. Brother. The smish. Oh, shit. I love how every Russian fighter has like. Bobby Greenland's a stiff, stiff right hand. Every Russian fighter has the same hairline and fight style. It's all about the smish. I mean, Zabit and Peter Yan are the only two Russians that like are dynamic strikers primarily. Yeah, you're right. Lando is wearing the damage of this fight. Oh, Bobby's High about elbow to pop guillotine? It. He might be able to get it if he if he readjusts the head. No, no green. That's it. That's what helps not to have hair there. What does Lando have against full guard? Maybe he goes for legs to get out of it. I know, like some guys, like I saw in a jujitsu tournament. I'm gonna vomit. I don't. F You're sick. No, I'm fine. <laughs> I just don't want. I hate seeing him stuck in a position like this. When he rears back to punch, regain guard. Re full guard, not half guard. See, he's going for deep half, sitting up like that. He's going to give up his back. He's going to give up his back. All That's Bobby fine. has That's to do fine. is reach over like that. See, he's going to turn into him, though. Dude, you obviously haven't worked with Mr. Portal. I haven't. I'm, dude, I'm DMing it's him. It's three as grand a month. I'm DMing him <laughs> as soon as we're done here, and I'm going to mortgage everything I own. Pawn it, sell everything, and get one day of Ido Portal's training and tutelage. <laughs> and uh, I'll, I will rise through the ranks. He's just going to tell you to be loose. <laughs> He's like, you're too tight. More. Loose. Loose. And More. then I'm just going to, like, my muscles just going to unravel. Good. Perfect. Keep that. And he's like, oh, God. Better. Halfway there. Lando's wearing the damage of this fight much more than Bobby is. And I think the judges are, are well aware yeah. of that. Like I told you, I think Lando's going to need a, a knockout oh, to yeah. get the win here. One minute left. I don't think it's coming. No. He's trying. Oh, man. He's just beating the shit out of yeah. like a Lando Venata. Those, those kicks are really not fun, dude. This third round is uh, the, the most slanted in Bobby's favor for sure. I think Bobby won the second too, though. The first was a toss-up. Yeah. Lando clipped him a couple of times in the first really well. 
Oh, oh slick God. one, two, and then a one. Yikes. Bobby's tagging him now. Oh, my lordy. Oh, Bobby oh. eats two shots, though. Lando's got to just go all out. This now. is a fun fight, just like their first one. They fought already? Yeah, they fought once before. Whoops. I believe Lando took it. Can we look that up? Up kick! Up kick! Oh, that's it. Can we look Bobby's that up? Bobby's got that one. Yeah, but that's another win for Bobby. I believe Bobby lost the first one. Is that a mouthpiece, or does he not have front teeth? No, he's a mouthpiece okay. for sure. Oh, man, that elbow hurt me. Easy, bitch. I'll kill you. He landed that in the clinch, dude. That was brutal. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, go back in time here. You always do that. It's easier. That is true, and it's more effective. Oh, they drew. Oh, it's a draw. Manana was deducted one point in round one due to a... An illegal knee. Okay, that explains it. Fight of the night. Yeah, okay. I was going to say it was a war the first time they fought. I thought Lando this won. This was another crazy fight. I think Bobby did this more than enough to get it done. Yeah, this one was more... This one was... <laughs> Let's go, Bobby Boucher. Play the foosball. Dude, have you seen those Bobby Boucher jerseys? I almost bought one. Oh, my God. I'm this close. This close to just emptying out the old piggy bank. <laughs> shaking loose a couple of quarters. But then I looked it up, and it's like 70 bucks. What? No exactly. Way. And I'm like, what the fuck? Bobby Boucher. Jersey. I can't I can't see what I'm typing. Jersey. There we go. Look at that. Oh, it's 40, 40 bucks. bucks? 40 bucks, man. That's not that bad, then. But, like, what's the quality on these? I don't know. Holy shit, it's an Amazon classic? That's kind of funny. Where do you see that? They just said right there. My dogs. My uh, dogs. <laughs> Come on, you can do it. The bourbon bowl, it has the bourbon bowl thing on it. Bourbon Holy shit. That is so good, dude. Yeah, I'm going to get it. I'm going to buy it tomorrow. Yes. You have the Goon uh, hockey jersey, which is one of my favorite pieces of the time. Doug Glatt. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a clear win for Bobby Green. Oh, yeah, he's trying to gain some more fans with that Dragon's Breath. Yeah. That spit take. Ray Charles. What is he, 26 and 10 now? Very good. Yeah, I think so. 26 and 10, that's a semi-salty record right there. Yeah, relax. It's a lot of decision losses. I going to say he's a veteran. 36 fights, though, that's ridiculous. That's crazy. How old is Bobby Green? 47. <laughs> then he's he's due for a spot in a, an Expendables movie. Someone call Stallone. Oh, we'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. 33. He's 33 and he has that many fights? Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, so he's been fighting every other day. Yeah, he's 26 and 10 now. He lost to Jakar Close? Fuck. He lost to Dan Lozon. Dan Lozon, hey. Shout out Dan Lozon at Affliction Day of Reckoning. <laughs> <laughs> Small promotion. <laughs> that's Dan Lozon, I'm pretty sure, is he still the youngest guy to ever enter the UFC? I think so, 19. He's, he's close, if not... If not the youngest. There have been some really young guys. Oh, I think the Australian cat. What's his name? Jake Matthews. Jake Matthews. I think Jake Matthews may have been beat there. He was 16 on the Ultimate Fighter. Tim means... 
Edson uh, Barbosa, Dustin Poirier. Rashid Magomedov. Who's who's that? Drakkar Close. And Francisco Trinaldo. Those are not bad losses. And if you look at them, it's decision. Decision, decision. Decision, decision. KO decision. Dustin KO'd his ass. Holy moly. 2014. Decision. KO. Tim Means. And it was retirement, apparently. Uh, and then a t- he got caught in a toehold. Jesus. He got caught in a toehold? Yeah. Dude, that's kind of epic. And then Dan Lowe's on rear naked choke. No shame there. You rarely see a toehold in the UFC. Name the last time you saw a toehold finish. I can't. In the UFC? Yeah, I can't think of any. I know. Um, what's his face? The uh, Connor 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 McGregor. Joe Duffy, jujitsu coach. Oh, uh, nope. What's his name? Not gonna get it. He had a grappling match against Joe Lozon. Caught Joe Lozon in like a Doris. That's something a grappling like that. match, though. No, 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 no. His latest MMA fight, he he caught a toehold. In the UFC? Not in the UFC. He fights for Bellator. Oh, well, What's there his you fucking go. name? I need a name. What's his name? You just have fine dining and breathing in the mind right now? I know his name, too. That's what's killing me. If I were Bobby Green right now, I'd be cutting a promo. He has to go out there just cut a promo right here. Dylan Danis. See, I didn't oh, hear. Dylan Dan. That's not his coach. Say it, it like training partner. It's his jiu-jitsu. He's his jiu-jitsu coach. Yeah, but I wasn't going to get it from that. You should have just said... Dylan Danis has some of the slickest grappling. Yeah, his latest there. MMA finish was. You know who I'd love to see? Dylan Danis versus Gary Tonin. Oh, yes. Sign me up. Dude, can we make that happen? Cross between one championship and Bellator? Oh, guess who just signed for one? Thank you for reminding me. Who? Bouchesha. No! Yes, Dude. Marcus Almeida. Dude, you know what it's time to do? It's time to get him on the sauce. Yes, he's on the sauce. <laughs> you know what I mean though Let's up the dosage One doesn't check for shit Where the fuck is his MMA Okay there we go Yeah Dylan Dennis is 2-0 and zero. He was dealing with an injury last I heard When was the last time he fought Don't know buddy In his Bellator debut, though, I just remember him sliding as fast as he could. Oh, he into dives the right into people. Just like he wants nothing. If to do Marcin with the held rolled into an Imanari, he dove. He wants nothing to do with the stand up. Oh yeah, and then even though he was talking shit about uh, punching Khabib, I was like, dude, let's not pretend. At least like Gary Tonin. Gary Tonin can strike. Gary Tonin's a pretty well-rounded fighter. I was going to say, like, you watch him and you're not immediately aware of the fact that this dude is a grappling master and is pretty fresh in the other aspects. Yeah. Like, Damian Maya. You watch Damian Maya fight and you're like, he needs to get it to the ground. <sighs> yeah, that's fair. Uncle Damian. I think his, his stand-up's gotten much better. Of course. I mean, also... He's such a level of good on the ground. I told you. We watched how many fights where I'm like, there's no way he wins this fight. Yeah. There's no way. And then he slides. He gives you mount. He literally slides his face into your crotch. And you're thinking, I'm going to rain down shots on this old man. And next thing you know, he's behind you. He's on your back. Oh, this is his debut. This is not the match I'm thinking. Yeah, watch this. He's about to fucking... He's about to duck and roll. Duck for cover. Maybe this is the fight where he catches the toehold. 
Or was it a heel hook? I know he hit a toehold. I just don't know if it was his debut or his second fight. Hit 100%. I think this is it. This is the one where he rolls in. Look at that. Wow. Full guard, yeah. Drops some good elbows from the bottom. You see, as soon as he locks up his guard, it's so weird, man. Jiu-Jitsu is such a crazy martial art. You just get these guys, and you get them on their back, and they just look like they're like, oh, thank God, I'm on my back, and this guy's on top of me. The amount of leverage they can get is just insane. Oh, yeah, he's going to toehold it right here. Yeah, he's going for it. Whoa! Yeah, toehold. See, normally... It was his debut. Normally, yeah. I see a lot of toeholds, and it's pain compliance a lot of the time because they don't have a really good torque on it. The way Dylan Danis had it right there, he was breaking the guy's fucking ankle. Oh, most of the time you're going to break the ankle if you're doing it right. Well, I've seen uh, Tom DeBlass let the dude pop his ankle. Oh, that's crazy And took talk. the pain. Crazy talk. Because it didn't. it doesn't break. It just, like, breaks a bunch of the smaller bones. It could break. What are you talking about? It's going to rip all the ligaments. Exactly. Like, that's what he said. He felt like ligaments tearing his... In his match, he was like, he was going for the guy's leg, and the other guy had a toehold already locked up. Oh, my God. And he was working out of it, and he said he felt... He knew that the bone was going to break because the guy didn't have a good enough hold, and he just let the guy tear the ligaments in his ankle. That sounds horrible. And he said, to this day, it still pops. Yeah, that's great. And I'm like, oh, great. But apparently he said that's why you don't see a lot of guys tap quickly to toeholds. I don't know, man. <laughs> toehold is not a straight ankle lock. You will fuck your shit up if you do the not tap The way Dylan Danis just had his foot, too, sideways to the body, about to well, that's how you do rip it, it off of his fucking leg. Well, you know what I'm saying. Most of the time in translation, it doesn't look that clean. Yeah. Well, he's, he's good at jiu-jitsu. He's, he's really fucking good. good. Well, it's like it's although like his record at black belt is apparently not good. Well, it's like we were talking about. Yeah, but he was he was competing against top top level jujitsu guys, and he's not trying to be the top top level jujitsu guy now. He's trying to be a fighter. I know. I don't care. The fact that he even still I don't know when his last jujitsu match was, but the fact that he even competed while trying to balance it with competing in MMA is kind of impressive. Yeah. When I think, when I'm really impressed when I hear like someone's a black belt in jiu-jitsu is when I hear that they're mainly a guard player. Because how many guys have we seen there? They're jiu-jitsu masters and they're black belts. But when you see them in the MMA community, these guys are black belts and their style is smashing. Top pressure, you know, working submissions that way. Wow. UFC is starting a UFC watch party series. Dude. I'm going to kill you. You weren't listening to any of that. I'm watching the show. <laughs> they are starting Watch Party Series. Well, so they've seen the numbers we've been putting up, and they're like, we have to fucking compete. These guys are killing it. Well, because they know it's a good market. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> they're crushing the little man, man. No, there's nothing. Like, they have, like, suits in the room, though, going, you can't say that. Yeah, I know. And they've got actual... Right. Oh, look at that. Derek, Derek Brunson's Brunson. got the Chris Brown haircut. He's looking like Frank Ocean coming down. Yeah. <laughs> A potato flew around. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, dude, I loved your album. The one with the the white Ferrari song on it. What was that? <laughs> yeah. That is it. Didn't he just fight? Oh, that's Randy Brown. What tattoo is that? Is that a big, bad boy tattoo from Randy no, Brown? No, it's weird. I don't know what Where's that, that is. Where's that Venom? It's not Venom. It's, those are like oh, eyes. Oh, dude, his Brian Barberina knockout was so nasty. Ugh. Randy Brown's the real deal, though. This should be a very interesting fight. Randy Brown is really skilled. I think Vincente Luque is still going to get it done. I think if Randy Brown doesn't win this, this could be Randy Brown's coming out party if he gets the win here. If. That's a big ask there, Chief. Well, we've seen also Luque retains his power really late in the fight. Oh, they really, dude, you're really going to do my boy Brian Barberina like this? You're going to show him getting beat up on both sides of the promo? How his, dare you? Luke's cr- boxing is extra crispy. How dare you? Did you see what they just did to Brian Barberina? Dude, that's brutal. <sighs> yeah, buddy. That's, that's a kind of dope tattoo. I like it. Yeah. Well, Randy Brown, guess what he calls his coach? He's like a martial artist, so he calls his coach sensei and all that stuff. Uh, I don't I like that. I like that karate kid shit. I don't like that. You don't like that? You're coach. Coach. Coach is what I call people. That is true. If you're really, and if you're an actually a fighter too, I would take kind of the disposition like Anthony Lionheart, where he's like, I'm paying you to help me win fights. <laughs> like, let's not make this. Like, that's like, Anthony Smith is probably the most callous dude. He's like, look, as long as I'm paying you and you're coaching me, we're good. Yeah. What's the alternative? Well, no, he's like he mm-hmm. doesn't he doesn't f- care about that like some fighters want that like mentor mentee. Oh, they want to be best friends with their coach. You know, like GSP for Ross. Yeah. Where it's like a personal relationship. Like they text each other daily. Anthony Leonard Smith's like, "You help me fight." Yeah, I got you. Siphony. We are done at like that's I guess he's all good up, so, like squared away in the friendship department. That's what it sounds like well, to me. He seems like it, dude. He seems like a dude who's just super stoic. I love it. Where yeah. he was like, "Yeah, so much." And he's like, "I get the optics of me picking up my teeth were bad." <laughs> <laughs> and he's I like, should have left him on the canvas. And he's like, "He's like, really? I shouldn't have given him to the ref. That was so stupid." And he's like, <laughs> "He's like, now I have all these people saying that I got my ass kicked." And he's like, "You know, it just wasn't my night. Why is everyone being so crazy?" All I, all I was doing was spitting up blood and picking up my teeth. That's the craziest thing about fighting. If you have a bad night in any other sport, I didn't score as many points. No, you Drop get permanently ball. disfigured. But in uh, MMA, it's like, dude, you got your ass whooped. Dude, and it's not like in a sport, too, where you're super sore after like a bad loss and your body's wrecked because the other team played super hard. No, in fighting, you're ass literally got kicked like your sore inflammation is everywhere and the thing is like sparring your inflammation the next day is crazy i can't even imagine fighting full contact the next day must be pretty rough for all these guys must be horrible like the level of mobility because people don't realize when you see movement impaired in a fight that is breaking the adrenaline threshold that level of like impairment you understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, those dudes are riding an adrenaline high, and it's still affecting their mobility. So then when you take that away, you we, we've seen nowadays, especially at the top level of MMA, as soon as the fight's over, the fighter's like, oh, thank God, I can show the fact that I've been limping for 20 minutes, and that now that the adrenaline's wearing off, my leg is completely shot. Oh, yeah. Like Dustin Poirier against Dan Hooker, where as soon as the fight was over, he was like, this needs help immediately. 
Like immediately. That's another fight I can't wait for, dude. Stipe Cormier three. My level of anticipation is like scary, like how high it is. So I'm trying not to think about it. I'm trying not to think about it. And plus, I like both of them. So oh my god, it's in two weeks. That's yeah. it. And I like both guys so oh much. They're just really two solid guys. Yeah, they are great. Just salt of the earth dudes, and you. Do salt of the earth. And I have a feeling one of them's going to Walt sleep. Whitman. Salt of the earth. <laughs> what is that poetic? I thought that was just like a run-of-the-mill phrase. No, uh, colloquialism. Dude, was that Venus or Serena? Serena. Serena she has way more. Fucking body I was going to say, Serena has so much more muscle than Venus. Venus looks she like. She definitely does deadlifts and fucking steroids? shrugs and steroids. Yeah. I was going to say. Because I saw Serena's physique and I'm like, it's genuinely impressive if she were like a, a bodybuilder competitor, like a woman's bodybuilding competitor. All I know is you do not get that muscular from tennis. Dude, I will say, so though. So she does a lot of weight She training. ranks among, like, top ten asses, though. Really? Oh, yeah. Fitness-wise, look her up. It is like, and you can tell she's fit. Like, there's not much fat on her at all. And it is just tremendous. Dude, you're, you're a clown with that search. <laughs> I'm not going to tell them what you typed in, but that is ridiculous. Wow. Dude, it's legit. That's a bad photo, too. She hits an action shot on a beach when she's not wearing makeup. That's awesome. Good for her. Dude, come on. Good for her. Now, the only problem is she looks like Kevin Larone from the waist up. Just put that right there. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're funny. Did you hear my Kevin Lavrone joke? I favorited it. Did I you, bookmarked that Did page. you hear that? Kevin Lavroni, yeah. yeah. She she looks like that from the waist up. How dare you? She's she making a comeback, and it's looks, sad. She looks like Lee Haney from the waist up. He's coming back? He's he's uh, Yeah, he's coming Why? back. I'll show you. Why? Because he got bummed out about being small. Oh, I've seen his comeback. Dude, this guy's had like five comebacks. Yeah, he has. He's like the king of comebacks. His upper body actually looks pretty good. Although there's something happens in older guys. Bodybuilders lose size in their legs. In their legs. I don't know what and they it just is. Start it's to all look. guys, but even like even in bodybuilders. In bodybuilders, it's just more pronounced because you see these guys have absolute monsters Monster when they're younger. Tops, yeah, and their legs just don't come back the same. They just, yeah, they start to look weird over time. Well, we've also seen in athlete, athletics in the UFC, like Sugar Rashad Evans said, you know, you lose the power in your legs through knee injuries and just through getting older, you lose that explosiveness that you get. Yeah, absolutely. Randy Brown is in here with Vincente Luque, though. If you guys want to sync it up watching with us, it is at 425, 4, 3, 2, 1. Boom. There you go. Boom. Nice leg kicks right away from Vincente Luque. Wow, Luque. and a strong one back from Randy Brown. Randy Brown is tall as shit. He's so tall. Very rangy. Reminds me of those guys that you'd see at a wrestling nice tournament. Nice jab from Vincente. You would see these guys that are so tall, and you'd be like, oh, he's clearly wrestling like 190 or something, but then he's just so skinny that he's a 160-er. Yeah, and he's in my weight class, and I'm and like, he's, fuck. And he's 6'3", and he knows, he knows how much leverage he has. Those guys are the worst. Yeah, I hate wrestling. I hated wrestling for people that tall. Spaghetti man. I, I, I dislike doing jiu-jitsu against someone that tall even more. Oh, dude. 
Their guard retention is always yeah, and they phenomenal. and they watch a bunch of Eddie Bravo instructionals. Yeah, oh my god! So it's absolutely the worst. It's fucking trying to put me in a rubber you guard. Just getting, you get in Stop. there. You get in their guard and you're like, oh, so we're both not having fun during this whole round, huh? We're just both going to be in pain this whole time. Oh, huge overhand right Whoa. from Vincente. Vincente's fast. He's got faster hands than Randy. And he's doing a good job of getting inside of that range of Randy. Uh-oh. Randy took a page out of Luque's book, I guess, and he's he's starting to drill some of those leg kicks. Plus, I'm liking Randy has a great jab. I want to see him use it more. He That's what he used Ooh, to nice be. nice low calf kick. Randy used his jab in two to beat Mickey Gall. When Mickey Gall was riding that high after beating Sage North. Oh! I told you! Oh, Luque sat him down with the right hand. Randy's in trouble. He's got to move here. Vincente Luque just absolutely thwacked. Side control. Randy Brown. Side control. Randy Brown looks to be with it. We're back at half guard. Randy did a really good job of tying him up there. Vincente was going in for the kill. Randy's tying him up. He's got to take a stepwise approach to get out of this, man. He really got hurt. That was tremendous. He really got hurt. This is Luque's round if, if something very significant doesn't happen right now. I like what Luque's doing. Just elbow his fucking thigh. If you're just going to stay, if you're staying there, you know. Just, Randy recovers full guard. He's back to his feet. I mean, that's a good move for Luque. On the feet, he's going to have another chance to clip Randy get again. I'm telling you, his boxing's crisp, man. It's fa- he has faster hands. I did not think he was going to have the speed advantage. It's not just the speed. He, he's using his footwork to get inside that, that range. True. That's the important he's thing. He's slipping in and out. And he's like, slipping and in and out. And he's slipping the punches on his way in, which is how you can Even tell. Even if Randy's a little slower, he's got a huge reach advantage, and he could, he could keep Luke outside, but Luke's movements align him and get in there, man. Get in there and then use those quick hands to land shots. Well, that's how you can tell someone is really good boxing when they can come forward and dodge as they're coming forward. That's super hard to do. And Luke has no slouch on the ground. I like that head kick from Randy. It's a little too close. Good head movement from Randy there. Entered the matrix for a second. Randy landed some pretty good jabs there too on Luke. He's got to use that range. Got to be careful though because Vincente might time you. Oh, I do not know why Randy's running forward like that. It's the last thing he'll expect. Yeah, right. If I were Randy, I'd be doing exactly what you said and double pumping that jab. And then Miles Jury, just run away. Fainting with that shit. Pumping with that jab, cutting a corner and getting... Like this, you do not want. Yeah, I would just jab and go, nice night for a run. Exactly. Oh, like that! You can't get caught against the octagon like Randy that. Randy just got clipped again. You just got to run. Pull it right now. This run. is exact. He's get out of there. Turn your turn your shoulder and dip. You can't be within six this inches of the. You're, you're playing right into Luke's book here. You can't be backed up against the octagon. You don't want to engage like this in the clinch. You want a rangy fight. Yeah. If you're a rangy guy, that is true. If you got the long arms and the long legs, you got to use them. It's 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 100% true. It's such an asset. That's such like a natural genetic thing, a plus for fighters, having that longer arm length. Well, some, sometimes it's tough to develop a game like that, even if you have long... I mean, tell that to Stefan Struve, okay? I was going to say, he's tried for... He's hired the best he's coaches tried in the world, for his too. entire career to and utilize time, his reach. And the whole time he said, I'm trying. It's not yeah, like I'm not trying to use this. Well, the thing is, too, when you're taller, it's more awkward to move. Yeah. And these smaller, more explosive dudes are going to come in. You're Mike Tyson. 
hundred percent. Also, your punches, if the guy gets in close, aren't gonna land as hard. I know, especially with the hooks. The hook, throwing a hook like this has nowhere near as much power. Yeah, no kidding. And if you've got that guy who's a little guys, bit shorter, short arms, they but, can generate all that power in when, short distances, man. When tall guys get used to twerking their abdomen to like find that leverage, they can throw them really hard even on the inside. They just have to have that mobility. Yeah. And like we said, sometimes when you have that height, we know as soon as you go over like 6'2", athleticism starts to fade. Fade. And you start to get lanky and, and weird then those people and who are athletic and that tall... Are millionaires. They play in the NFL, I was yeah. going to say, or the M- NBA. Because yeah. when you're athletic... Above six two, you're an elite level athlete. Yeah. Just being able to move like a normal person at that height. When you're that tall is because, what makes it an anomaly. Yeah. When you see guys working at an office and they're six six and you're like, Why aren't you doing professional sports? <laughs> it's because it's because they have they can't move athletically at all. Yeah. Their knee bone is not connected to their hip bone. They're bouncing yeah. around. Yeah. Their knee bone is not connected to You know what I mean? Their, yeah. Like the dance. Oh shit. Oh, heavy kicks from... Oh, Luke right to the cock and balls of Randy Brown. Heavy, heavy kick from Randy Brown. And then Randy just gets absolutely smashed in his base of operations. (laughs) Randy's like showing the ref, look where I got kicked. Pulls his cock out. (laughs) Oh, right in the dick. That was a hard kick and it was right to the dick. Oh my God, dude. Big toe to the tip of the cock. That's when I'd be like, fight's over. DQ, right? DQ. I'll take my check. <laughs> he brutalized my cock. It's purple. <laughs> I was going to say, say, I can't have kids now. I'm just letting you know that. Oh, my God. Southward like the compass rose. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're ridiculous, dude. Look, his dick's pointing out now. See? Oh, God. I don't think he's wearing a cup. He's got. I like how Randy's fine. mixing in the kicks now. This is good. Randy's pissed. He's throwing now. He's like, my cock. <laughs> <laughs> I will avenge it's my dick. Bent. <laughs> what have you done to me? <laughs> it's bent. <laughs> Not my perfect dick. <laughs> I had serious plans to make money with this thing when I was, I was done say. fighting. That was his nickname, Randy Perfect Dick Brown. <laughs> oh my God, Randy the Legend Brown. <laughs> and it wasn't my fighting stuff. Oh! oh wow, the leg kicks are really taking their toll. Randy's, Randy Brown got sat down with Randy's leg kicks. Randy's leg actually just gave out from leg kicks. Oh wow, Randy's trying to ruin Vincente's career. Hey dudes, what time will the main event be in the UK? Oh, hold on, let me reorient my time. <laughs> We're Eastern time in the U.S., so math. (laughs) We're going to figure this out. What time is it in the U.K.? Oh, no. Google, boy. Oh, no. Mason's Googling. I didn't look at this. (laughs) What? Dude, just type in. Okay, there we go. It's 3.06 a.m. So the the main event will be on in, what, an hour and a half? Yeah, around there. Okay, so there you go. 4.30-ish. Go to sleep. Holy Read about moly. it in the morning. If you're texting us from the UK, dude, that's impressive. Oh, Randy lands a good left hand. Vincente just misses with an overhand right. Yeah. Dude, he got sat down with a leg kick, though. See, the, Randy's doing well on his feet, but then there are these giant things that happen that kind of... See, like yeah, that. like that. And the ref sees... Uh, the, the judges, judges see that. that he's hurt. Right. So it's hard to overcome that like even we if said, you do well. Even if he's fine, just the optics of it. It's like Max Holloway, uh, um, 
Um, oh my God, Volkanovski. Dude, one. get. Oh, I was gonna say one. I and thought that Max he was still even though winning it, that fight, it, even though it wasn't uh, affecting him as much as people thought. It was the just the changing stances after getting leg kicked. That optics was bad enough. Let alone. His Randy's left leg giving out every time he gets kicked now. Randy's, Look at that. Randy's just, movements compromised. His movements compromised here. I think he knows that, and he, that's why he seems to be throwing harder in this round. His defense is deteriorating because his movements compromised. You can see. Then I think now he's doing a lot of leaning backward and stuff. And if Lucas, your movements compromise, you know what you have to do. You have to pull a Stipe Junior Dos Santos and just be like, "I'm going for oh, broke." He, oh! oh! Randy Brown landed one of the hardest spinning back elbows I've ever seen. Holy shit. Luke ate it. Wow, man. Like a raisin brand. That was absolutely tremendous. I've stayed up the last three weeks of fights. Is this one going to be worth it, too? I hope so. I hope so. Shabazian versus Brunson has fireworks written all over it. Should be, yeah. Shabazian seems a little more measured. Derek Brunson's never not zerging in, so it should be good. Shabazian's a finisher, though, man. Yeah, he's cold, calculated like an assassin. Luke, Randy Brown's got his back up against the cage here. Luke is picking his shots. Danger. Randy's listening to his coach, and he's utilizing that head movement. Oh. Whoa! That was some WWE shit, that takedown. What was that? Randy Brown hits a takedown. I've never seen... What was that? It wasn't a trip. It It was was a tackle. It it wasn't (laughs) a double leg. His hands were around his waist. It was a tackle. He tackled him. tackled him. (laughs) Jesus. That was some SummerSlam action we just saw in the UFC. Jeez. That was 100% strength and will. (laughs) Just, (laughs) Just run him down. Hey, he got it, though. Yeah, he won that Oklahoma. That was exactly. good. He's going to make the first string if he keeps going. <laughs> He'll see some playing time. Yeah. He'll see the field. That's what I mean. God damn. See, I'm liking when Randy throws Hardney, he's landing on Vincente. He just has to keep throwing. Oh, Vincente digging for that. Key. Oh, oh, is that illegal? That, yeah, no, that was legal. That's it. The fight's over. That was legal? Yep. We shall see. It was legal. His hands were not down yet. I think they were. That is a knockout for Vincente. Oh Luque. yeah, they weren't down. For some reason, I thought if they should, they have to be down. To they get have it. to be down. He was just bending at the waist for some reason. So that's a knockout for Vincente Luque. TKO. He landed a knee to the head and Holy followed up with some shit. ground and pound. It was out of nowhere. Randy seemed fine, but he ducked his head super fucking low. He'd been doing that. Or throughout the fight and yeah. I, the whole time I was watching that I was like careful is yeah. he gonna get fucking need for and that he did he got need in the head jeez let's see again let's here see he was about again. to put his hands down though so it was, was super close let's so see oh he got him right as he was going to put his hands down because he knew what was coming one was down but I think the rule is two holy his Lord. right hand was down but his left was not is that the new rule no it wasn't down yet it was not down yet. They were both so close, though. He was going to put his hands down and got kneed in the fucking head. Yeah, that's yep. done for him. That's done. Oof. That's rough for Randy. Something about Luke. What a fighter is becoming one of my favorite. Dude, he's tough. He's tough. He's a tough cookie. Wow. Is that Gilbert Burns in the corner of Vincente Luque? I don't know. I think that is. I'm almost a thousand percent sure. Randy. Yeah, it is. Randy call, Brown. Dude, Vincente, call out your teammate. 
Randy Brown's <laughs> still on his back here. You hate to see it. I like Randy Brown, so it's 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 unfortunate to see him get hurt like that. It's a bummer. It sucks. You gotta dude. get your hands down it's quick. It's the tough thing about you fighting, man. You gotta get man. your hands down quick. A lot of these guys are solid dudes. Now we're seeing that a lot of fighters are getting like podcasts, being more active on social media. You're getting to see that a lot of these guys are solid dudes, and they're just getting absolutely brutalized in the cage. Fuck, that was tough. That was tough to see. He was so close to getting his hands down until he ate that knee right to the freaking. Dome. But if he ate the knee after he put his hands down, opening a DQ, he would have won. I was going to say. That's close. It was was it literally that close. I thought it was. That's why I didn't freak out when he got knocked out because I thought it was illegal. Yeah. Close. I was like, where's the ref? Very close. Dude, edible arrangements are some of the most overhyped shit out there. Oh, you want me to pay $70 for a fruit platter? Let's see who's up next. Two fights left. It's going to be way earlier than 4.30. Sorry, I lied. <laughs> we lied to you. I lied to you. There are only two fights liars. left. Holy shit! What did we miss a fight nope. in the main card? Just short. Oh, Borg! Borg was taken off. That's what it was. Four fights on a main card. Not their best event. It's fine though. Good so far. I was gonna say so far the fights have been pretty darn good. I mean, Bobby Green versus Lando could have had more output. This is a fight fans fight night. I was going to say, say that. This if, is a, you're a this is a, if you're a fan Plus, of fighting. I like JoJo. I, I'm just going to keep trying to do her accent, even though I'm just going to keep failing. I'm just going to keep failing. I like <laughs> It's Irish. She's it's Scottish. Super Irish. I know. I don't know how to do a Scottish accent. That's not bad. You're getting closer. Fuck. It's warmer. I lost it, though. Just watch Braveheart. <laughs> I know. Pull up, pull up a scene, and I'll try to do it, actually. This will be fun. Pull up Mel Gibson for me. Okay. We could play it for them. No. That is Mel Gibson, but I would like Mel Gibson in Braveheart. That was Mel Gibson in Braveheart. That's a deleted scene then? Nope. <laughs> right at the end. That's <laughs> <laughs> the main fight. <laughs> That'd be a pretty good war cry. Poor Randy Brown. Oh. I see this happens. This is what happens every time someone has a wonderful fight. I'm a fan of pretty much all fighters, really. So as yeah. soon as the, the fight's over, I just feel sorry for the loser. I can't even be happy. I was going to say, I never get to... Be, it never feels good like, yeah, yeah you knocked someone you unconscious. Got <laughs> it's most of the time it's like, that guy's a solid dude. Oh, he, his shit. daughter was on the embedded. No. <laughs> exactly. You see him like with his wife and kids. And I, he's I like, just watched him play with his children. And he's like, I just want to send her to a good college, man. And, and you're like, just like... At least put silver and dollars then, over then, his and eyes. And then his the opponent comes dead. over the top after he's already out and just fucking sends him to the morgue. Only just started getting the UFC since Diaz versus Masvidal. Super new fan. Can you huh? give me a little info about this main fight and who you think will win? So we have Edmund Shabazian coming out of the Glendale Fighting Club, which is where Ronda Rousey trained out of. She's one of the main fighters to come out of there. And Travis Brown toward the later part of his career. Yikes. Yeah. Well, he went there to smash Ronda Rousey. Yeah, he Mission did. accomplished. He did that. Lost, <laughs> lost some fights, but won the war, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um... Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. So Edmund is like the young upstart, and his big his big claim to fame was that Ronda Rousey was his manager on the Contender Series, and he was getting finishes on the Contender Series. And then after he got a knockout on the Contender Series, he said, I will be the youngest UFC champion of all time. And that kind of started the press. He did a whole press junket after that. And his hype has only kept increasing. 
and he's only been getting wins. He's 11-0 against Derek Brunson, yeah. who's a very explosive finisher, known for zerging, known for being ultra-aggressive and getting wins like that. He also has great technique, but just doesn't use it enough. But it's it's a fight to see if Edmund belongs in that conversation for being the at the top, top of, of the, the division. division. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We did it together, dude. You and I. Well, you said what I would have said. You're so the Willy to my Wonka. Yeah, man. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Dude, we should remake Willy Wonka, but we're two different characters. Willy That's and Wonka. That's fucking illegal. Copyright. <laughs> that we is can. true. You're right. We can't. It's a great idea, though. It is a good idea. If copyright law did not exist, it would I be would so much easier. Stream movies. I, <laughs> I wouldn't have. A, I wouldn't have a job. I, I would just say, be like, I would just be sitting there like everything is free. Tonight we're watching Fast and Furious three. <laughs> I would just stream movies, bro. Die Hard. Live free. Die Hard's up next. <laughs> I would just be like, this is stars, but free. Welcome to our stream. Watch HBO. This is HBO. It's just a scrolling, like, disinterested. What the fuck is this? I won't even steal the fucking name. I'll be like, this is NBC. And then the people watch you be like, I don't think this is NBC. We're barely talking. Welcome to CNN. <laughs> We're just barely fucking talking. I'm Trevor talking. Noah. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, oh, it's just tremendous. <laughs> but unfortunately exists. And uh, YouTube is a big stickler for the copyright law. So now I just make dick jokes and yell about MMA on the internet. Exactly. As, as, as you do. As you really. do. Yeah. It's what it's for. It's what it's what's required of us. What was your favorite fight from Fight Island? Um, Hooker, Hooker Poirier, for sure. Yeah, Hooker Poirier. Burgos and uh, Danny Gay was great. Danny Gay Burgos was... No, Danny Gay didn't fight Burgos. No? Burgos. Oh, uh, the bald guy. Uh, bald guy. Super Bowl. Oh, Josh Emmett. Josh Emmett. Josh Emmett, Shane Burgos, Shane Burgos. is really good, too. Danny Gay and what's his Calvin face? Cater. Calvin Cater. Cater doesn't yeah. throw enough to make his fights exciting. Not that fight. Uh, that fight was just... That fight was right, like Whitaker Till, where I was like, technically impressive, not very entertaining. I think Calvin Cater's fight was a little bit more entertaining than that. But the thing is... Calvin that, Cater the, always... The thing that kills me about Calvin Cater is he's got beautiful striking. And he's not tired at the end. It's accurate as shit. And I'm like, let it go. I want him to be like, fall on the floor exhausted. Oh, good for you. Scared the fuck out of me. Wait, you didn't touch it. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, because you didn't do your job and it's still oh. broken. You didn't fix that sound. Yeah, they are fixed. You never moved it over. Really? Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's terrifying. <laughs> Holy shit, that scared me. Uh, being from England, I was gutted for Till, but Whitaker took out his knee straight away. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. I'm shocked Till fought as well as he did on well, that uh, blown out MCL. I was going to say, too, I was watching it, and I'm like, it looks like Till... He was standing so flat-footed, and I'm like, why is he not, like, moving explosively? And then you come to find out he was on one knee the entire time. Yeah. And that's not... Dude, people just... Derek Lewis said it best, and he was like, you guys want to talk shit about my form and cardio, but this is hard. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he's the first fighter. Fighters have... There's so much ego there that a lot of people don't realize, man... <clears throat> 
when your knee goes in a f- athletic pursuit yeah, where you have tough. to push off of it, you're very cognizant of the fact that your knee's not 100%. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, and unfortunately for Till, he's in the perfect situation right now to end up fighting you all Romero. Yeah. And that is always a tough fight. So. Yeah, even if it's boring, you're still like you still come out with like a giant welt on your face or something. We're getting knocked unconscious. Not recently. He hasn't been doing it enough. Unless you're Robert Whitaker, he's been he knocked Robert Whitaker around the cage in that second yeah, fight. Yeah, if I were you, Romero after that fight, I'd be like, what does the guy have to do to get a TKO it's around here? Or a ten-eight round. <laughs> That judge was so reticent to stop it in the fourth where Whitaker was literally balled up. You mean the ref? Yes. And Yoel was slamming against Whitaker's guard. And the ref's like, he's defending himself. And then Romero's like kneeing over again the body. And Whitaker's just taking it. And Romero literally turned over. If you want to make an argument that, oh, we'll talk about this in a second, that Herb Dean debacle. Oh, that was crazy. Yeah. Um, but the I, I can understand if the ref's like, okay, this is a title fight. I'm going to let him take some damage. He's a warrior. He is technically covering up, albeit it's not very intention. Like, it's not very intelligent. He's literally just covering his ears. The same way I would cover up if I were fighting Conor 100%, McGregor. 100%. But the judge not giving that round a 10 8 blows my mind. That's what I'm it saying. It blows my mind. That should have been a draw. That is the perfect take because it's like, yeah, even if you want to say don't stop it, fine. That's a 10 8 round. That's a 10 8 round. For sure. He got dropped three times. If you get dropped three times, if a fight should have been stopped in the round, it's 10 8. The the 10 point must system's already insane for MMA, but like, that is a 10 8 round. If I'm gonna sh- if I'm gonna put on a clip and be like explaining it like this guy, plus you're new to MMA, I would play that round. I th- what round was it? The fourth or third? Regardless, I would play that round and be like, "That's a ten-eight round. The fight probably should have been stopped. It's ten-eight. Yeah, but no, apparently well, not because for the judges. Ten-eight rounds are so devastating to a three-round fight. That's why they're so. It was a five-round. That's fight. what I'm saying. It's a five-round fight. Yeah. So there should be no question. Regardless of how many rounds the fight go on, a 10-8 round is a 10-8 round. Also, and it discourages, like, why would you develop a fighting style where you throw power punches? Unless you're a guy like uh, uh, Jeremy Stevens who can just knock anyone out in the world. Why would you throw power 100% all the time? It makes no sense. You should just become a volume guy. Just become GSP. Volume and taking people down. He would say it would be tough if your style was... That of a person who could not knock someone completely unconscious. That's like if I rely on getting TKOs and I'm like Max Holloway and it's volume for days and then I, I rely on the ref being like, okay, I've seen enough. It'd be tough because then even if the ref allows the fight to continue, the judges will be like, 10-9. And it's like, what? You Like we've seen some some horrifically one-sided rounds and they have... They just don't score it enough, especially any anytime you're outside of Vegas, you just won't get them. Dude, I you I, don't get them. Outside I rewatched. Of Vegas. Speaking of fights, I rewatched Holloway Volkanovski too. What the fuck? Makes me sick to my stomach. And then you've got Volkanovski being like, and he's like, check, we're done check with him. On to the next one. And he's like, never fighting Max Holloway again. And, and I'm, I'm like, like, dude, you, you, you really. The second one was what. The first one, I was like, you win, I guess. Yes. And, and then, then the two, one, I'm like... You won, in quotation marks. And then he's like, dude, I did what I had to do, got it done. And I'm like, you did it. No, he got it, also, he got like, it John, done. 
Yeah. Much like John Jones got it done against Dominic Reyes. Yeah, exactly. Barely. And also, what about when John McCarthy, the guy who wrote the judging rules for MMA, wrote the criterion, says Max won that fight. Yeah, I think he did. He wrote the book. No, John McCarthy wrote the book. He wrote the standards. He wrote it up for the commission. And he's like, Max won. If you're if you're judging it by the standards that we wrote out, Max won that fight. Right. How do you... But that's the problem when you... Ha- it's only dude, three judges. Sugar... Rashad Evans. Sugar Rashad Evans. Looks is, great. He's all about that toad. Psychedelics now. Do you see the haircut he has now? Oh, yeah. He's, an, he's a psychedelic adventurer. I was going to say, he's talking about... Tyler Murphy chiming in. What the fuck is this? This is whatever you want it to be. I was going to say, <laughs> you sound like a cheap... I'm whatever you want me to be, baby. I'll love you a long time. <laughs> Dude, and then we have... Uh, oh, Angela Hill. Please, Angela Hill. Can we cut her from the broadcast? Hey, man. I'm just kidding. She's probably more interesting there than she is when she's fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Got her. <laughs> then we have Megan Olivia up there. Who's looking... Upset since her husband passed away. I was gonna away. say, I was gonna say, she's looking kind of like sad. sad. Yeah, sad. Gone too soon. Gone but not forgotten, Joe. Rest in peace. Holy shit! You know we're never gonna have fighters on the show, but I, I don't. You care. know what? The thing about it is, I'm not that sad because like Figadero is definitely on steroids. He's, dude, we. He's. What did I say to you? On steroids. Hey, two months ago, you heard it here first, folks. He's on steroids. Two months ago, this was off show. Two months ago, I watched the first fight. I came right to you, and what did I say? Figueroa was on steroids. He's so clearly on shit. It's okay. When it, so okay. is Paulo Costa. I'll show you. I'll show you. The These t- Brazilian fighters get tested like once every four months, maybe. I can pull up the test logs, and they're getting tested even less because of COVID. I was gonna say I can pull up the test logs and show you U.S. A- U.S. athletes because we have the U.S. Anti-Doping Agency supposed to test everyone in the world. This doesn't happen. They don't have the resources for that. They're not gonna lose money on the UFC deal. Just letting you know that right now. Usada's not gonna be like, hey, let's. Spend so much money on testing and all their athletes. And if they're going to get tested, guess what they're going to do? I'm going to fly to fucking Phuket to do some striking training, yeah. and then they're not going to get tested again for another three weeks. I was going to say. They just say that they're traveling. That's cycle. what they do. And these guys travel all the time, especially Brazilian fighters. Especially Brazilian fighters. They're always going from tours from one gym to the next. Dude, and it's so obvious what's happening, and people keep turning a blind eye to it. Overseas fighters... It's weird how overseas fighters, when you watch the tape, I can show you fights from the 125-pound division. Heavy hitters from the 125-pound division. John Moraga hits pretty freaking hard, right? I'll show you tape from his fights. Then I'll show you how it looks when Figadero hits people. Unless he's just born as a super genetic freak no. who hits harder than anyone else. It's not true. He's hitting like someone who is on stuff. It's what it looks like. The way he hits people, the level of damage, and how the strike looks. It's, it's just the same not. reason how you look at Paulo Costa before the Ultimate Fighter, and then he gets in there with guys who are seasoned in training, training supplements, and guess what happens while he's on the Ultimate Fighter? His lean tissue balloons. Yeah. I showed you the pictures. We should probably hope maybe we could pull those up. But I showed you the pictures of Paulo Costa just before the Ultimate Fighter on the Ultimate Fighter, and now, dude, he put he literally lost weight and put on like twenty pounds of lean body mass. Yeah. 
It doesn't happen. We uh, and it's not that we are. It's not that we're. I'm not hating. Uh, like physiologically, a, yeah. it does not happen. It's not like we're American centric like fight fans either. It's not like I'm just shitting. I'm not discrediting all international fighters. I'm just saying the they, ones because there are clean fighters yeah. internationally. I'm just, and those like, those who gets tested all, all the, the time. time. And those using make give those international fighters a bad name. Yeah, because you have guys like Paul Acosta who are 240, uh, walking around looking like they're about to make their classic He's about to debut. Cut. He's about to cut for the under 200 Mr. Olympia. Dude, he legit, I'm not He's even thick joking. as fuck. You should do powerlifting. He could take, he could take a NPC, non-pro, classic physique show. He could. He's enormous. It's ridiculous. He's it makes enormous. no sense. It makes no sense. And can are we gonna pretend? You're right, guys. It's just like with Hector Lombard, where it's like you know he's just a fr he's a genetic freak. He's a phenom yeah. or Toquinho, bro. <laughs> he's just built like a tree stump. And they'll just they'll talk, and then they'll be in the comments. We get this shit all the time where they're like, "You're just a hater because Dude, you're not built you. like Hector Lombard." And I'm like, "Okay." Oh, Paul Harris. Okay. Well, this is like undisputed. No, this is Tokyo. No one's going to. No one's going to contest that that guy's on 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 steroids. Everyone knows Paul Harris is on steroids. Paul Harris knows he's on. This steroids. This is what natural looks like. He's just built different. <laughs> You're right, dude. They train differently in Brazil. He's uh, just you guys built, are right. Honestly, built different. We're just behind the ball. If you you're just dumb if you think both of these guys <laughs> natural as natural as the day is long. You think I think Gordon Ryan's natural? <laughs> natural, natural. Okay. Shall I show you his transformation from fighting at one seventy to heavyweight? Yeah, I know. Preposterous. I know. I know. Especially, it's weird how he put on all that muscle and lost fat. It's kind of preposterous. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And it's like with fighters, people are just, people always just think like, well, fighters just train different. You don't know. You don't know the level of dedication. And I'm like, I get that. Hey, look. I know they do it full time. I and that. I see the disparity between those who do it full time naturally and those who do it full time with steroids. Yeah. If you train full time naturally and you do a grueling strength and conditioning regiment, you will look like Conor McGregor, a natural athlete. Where I mean, if he looks very aesthetic, just like Darren Till. Darren Till. 100%. Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Cow Cowboy. Robert Whitaker. Robert Whitaker's jacked. Um, Natural though. Yeah. Israel Adesanya. Like it's not the you know, but there are some fighters like Figueroa where you're like, okay, oh, okay. What are we? What are we just playing games here? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm you're run a natural to the athlete. I got a vomit. I was gonna say I'll go right after you come back. Okay. Jennifer Maya of relation to Damien? Don't know. Google it. Oh, I, I'll Google it when you I'll get Google back. Right now we have Joanne Calderwood and Jennifer Maya making their way. Yeah, the main event's right after this fight. Uh, we have Bruce Buffer coming in a classic tux. Shout out to Brucey boy. Joanne Calderwood, you know, she's always been right on the cusp in the 115 division ever since the Ultimate Fighter. Is this 125? This might be 125, actually. Yeah, it's 125. Yeah, that probably makes more sense. When Joanne was on The Ultimate Fighter, she looked like she was cutting a, a bit of weight. Plus, Jennifer Maya looks pretty pretty damn uh, built. She looks like she's definitely a 125-er. This is, good. this is a good fight right here. We're in for a treat. 
And I like to see some female fighters co-head, uh, co-maining it. I like that. Joanne stays getting tattoos. She added like six. Oh, she did, huh? What is she, Welsh? What is she? Scottish. Scottish? She's Scottish as they come. Dude. Oh, right, 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 right. We talked about that. All right, let me figure out if this chick is related to Damien Maya. Probably not. I bet Maya's a pretty common Brazilian last name. So all the viewers at home, how are you all doing? How's the uh, extended quarantine treating you all? Let us know there in the uh, the chat below. If you're enjoying the stream or you like fights or uh, you want to support us, be sure to drop a uh, like, follow, subscribe wherever you are. really helps us out a lot. We are underway here already. Maya versus Joanne Calderwood. First round, if you want to sync it up with us. We'd be happy. Uh, let's, if you did that, 434, 33, 32, 31, 30, so on and so forth. I can't tell if she's related to Damien Maya. Probably not. I bet Maya's like S Smith in America. It's probably really common. It's like Patel? Yeah, exactly. It's like Patel in India. I bet it. What's another American common last name? Woods? Woods. Freeman. Yeah, Freeman's a big one. Uh, Roberts. Roberts. Super Huge. common. It's another one. Williams. Williams. Super common. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Common last <laughs> We should just have a boring talk I'll show. <laughs> next show, just bring a big book of baby names. We'll just, or we'll talk about, like, uh, the basics of carpentry. Exactly. So like, yeah. Do you like corkscrews or do you yeah, like uh, standard screws? Depends on what I'm building. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was restoring a bookshelf the other day. You know, I was using the slacker. It was just... <laughs> <laughs> but Joanne Calder, what is in here with Jennifer Maya... Maya's kind of thick in the hindquarters. I like. That's it. what I said. She's got. She's truncated. Truncated. That tr means short. <laughs> <laughs> she's a shoddy. Shortened. Yeah. Shoddy. Shout out to Sean Kingston. No way, dude! I wish Caprillas didn't exist. I would blast that shit during. Oh yeah. Everything. Oh, kick to the clam. Unfazed is Maya. Oh, Kick to the face! Maya throws to Joanne's face, and Joanne catches catches her the leg. kick and then slams Maya to the ground. Maya's a black belt and a good one. Weird that Calderwood is just okay with this fight taking place in the ground. Well, she wants to slow Maya down, right? Pressing Maya up against the fence here. I, if I were Calderwood, I would look to land some short elbows here, extend the palm on Maya's face. She is, but as soon as she postures up, Maya's moving, closing the distance. Yeah, moving underneath her. She's using the alleviation of pressure really well. Wow, she's using her skin as a fucking Whoa, sketch pad. Whoa, dude. She, the, Maya is controlling the posture of Joanne so Going well. Going for some crab guard here. I had no idea what that was. I had no idea what it was. Crab guard, oh, she's going to set up a triangle. Dude, hold on. Triangle. 
Triangle is. She is close. It actually is true. Joanne is trying so hard to get out of this. She's like, oh, I've made a mistake. Her arm's strapped. She might get her arm straightened out here. Yeah. Maya's attacking the left arm of Joanne Calderwood, trying to set something oh, up here. Nope. Nope. See, now here's the real test of how good Maya's jiu-jitsu is. If you can be a threat when your opponent's in full guard. She's going high, high guard here. Oh, shit. She's dropping some nice elbows from the bottom. And look at the posture of Calderwood. It's totally dependent on what Maya does. Not, uh, not, not, Joanne's not in the driver's seat here. She's being on the defensive 100% of the time. It's impressive. We'll see if uh, Calderwood can. It's pretty neutral here, I would say. Nothing's happening. Although the, the high guard of, of uh, Maya is, it would be concerning to me if I were Calderwood. I'd be like, she's going to go for my arm. Like that. Oh, like that. Yeah. Just throws it over. She's going for an arm bar here. It's deep. Dude, that's, hold on. It's very deep. Dude, she has it. Yeah, it's very deep. Oh, that's so painful. Oh, Joanne's using, Janan's nasty. She's a nasty No, it chick. doesn't matter. Oh, it's too, eh. She readjusted. That arm is kind of, I wouldn't tap to this. She yeah, doesn't have enough say, of the arm. Now it's deeper. Now it's deeper. Now she can Now break. it's deeper. Oh yeah. my Tap. God. Yeah, she fucked that elbow up. Oh, she fucked her elbow. That's a, that's a nice she submission really, there. She did her elbow. She did a number on it. That she really, needed a yank. She needed to yank dude, it. Dude, Joanne's tough as nails. Because Joanne moved and it, she, it got way deeper. She torqued it hard yeah. at the end there. Oof. Well, talk about inflammation. That's going to be swollen tomorrow. She fucked her arm up. She's going to need to get an MRI. It's probably a bunch of ligament damage. Yeah. It's rare to see like a break from... Yeah, it's probably not broken. You never know, though. It's entirely possible. Here, <laughs> it was very deep. And then... And then we saw Joanne she kind of slid out. Yeah, that was nasty. Did you see where she put the she's knee doing on the, the right face? Thing. She needs to put both of her legs, not just one. She needs to put both of her legs on the other side of Maya's body, not just one, both. Did you see where and she then, put the knee on the face? Yes, I wanted her to put both the legs on the opposite side of Maya's body. So both knees on her face? Over the over there, her, over <laughs> her face, dude. Because when when Maya rolled, that was Joanne Calderwood's chance. To explode and pull her arm out, that and you saw, a, and you saw that it wasn't as deep. It wasn't as deep. But then, Joanne Calderwood didn't explode. Maya adjusted, made the arm bar even deeper, and then tucked it behind her armpit, and that it was that's a wrap, dude. That was one of those fights where it was like when Brian Ortega first got into the UFC, and people would take him down and then just be like, "Oh, oh no, fuck." <laughs> What yeah. have I done? And like you saw Joanne, like she was actually trying to get out, and it's like I'm proud. Well, yeah, that's why I said if I were Joanne, we're in a pretty neutral position in full guard, but that the fact that Maya's do, pulling up a high guard comfortably would concern me. A lot of fighters, too, you can tell they just started to work on the high guard, and when you watch their fights, you're like, they're not super comfortable here. Well, no, if she's... Maya was setting up that... She was just establishing a high guard to set up an attack. That's what I'm saying. Either she wants you all the way out or all the way in, and if she wants you all the way in, she's setting up a submission. And it lo she looked comfortable as fuck through every through every movement she yeah. did not look like she was phased at all well, which she is was very impressive she was she's super high level that's a big win she was she went to crab garden she was like i'm gonna go for a triangle maybe i'll take this omoplata and then she went full guard and just had a fucking field day yeah like i said good. that is uh, let me tell you Nothing is more mystical. That's what I think is the third heat that makes MMA so much better than boxing. That there is a martial art 
where you put yourself in positions traditionally thought to be weak positions and turn them into positions of strength like that. Yeah, no kidding. That is until you come across an opponent who knows Ooh, all the she, techniques. She gets punched in the face for a living. Her nose has been flattened. Ooh. Yeah, it's like I said, man. Nothing's cool about getting punched in the nose. No. Good no, for her, you. though. Huge win over Joanne Calderwood. Joanne Calderwood, tough as nails. She'll oh, be back. yeah, she'll be back. Very cool. Good for her. And now we're on to the main event already. It's only 10 to 38. If I were training, though, Very n- nice. nose would be like the thing that I would want damaged the least. Second ears. I, could, I really don't care about my ears that much. I was going to say, that's why nose is number one. I don't want the Nathan Coy nose. And then you don't want the the Brendan Schaub ears. Where Those are super bad. His look like cauliflower yeah, bites. Super bad. Where I'm like, oh, you're at a Buffalo Wild Wings. They Let me can, just, I would, if, I, if I had his ears, I would definitely get plastic surgery. Let me just pull those off and dunk them in some uh, buffalo sauce. But that's why them. you got to, <coughs> as soon as you get a cauliflower bundle there, you just got to get it drained. I would be the, I would be the bitch boy who wears his earmuffs. Just get it drained. No, I, I just, before I get cauliflower, I'm wearing my earmuffs. There was one fighter. I'm wearing my head pretty, pretty well known actually. And he's a nurse or was a nurse, I think. And he was on the ultimate fighter and he like got cauliflower ear and drained it on YouTube. He was like, oh shit, I'm just drained it on YouTube. And, and you, you should do that. I think. Otherwise, you're going to get horrible. I like what Hori Masvidal does. Just wear your headgear on grappling days. I would. I mean, if you're really, if you doing it that much to where it would be like a worry, if you're doing jiu-jitsu twice a week, it's probably not going to happen to you. Probably not. It may. Who knows? I remember. To me, for me, like, I did a lot, I've done a lot of grappling, and I've never gotten never any. Never had a problem. For me, it's it's more if like if I get if you get punched in the ear. That's what I was gonna say. The only times I've gotten like actual like redness Ooh, or shit. swelling yeah, in the ear. If I'm concerned, from I, a punch. punch, never rubbing or anything. It like was that. only from boxing where I was like, oh, I got plugged in the ear, and then you're like, oh, and then it's swollen. I've never had grappling. We actually in high school there was a, a team in our county who were purposely giving themselves cauliflower ear. Yeah, like in their locker room, they were like. Rubbing out their ears to look like harder. Yeah, that's 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 full. And I'm like, down. that is so stupid. Like their friend would put one of his fists on the other side and then smash your ear. Yeah, that's to help ridiculous. Give you cauliflower. That's ridiculous. They hey, guess what though? Oh, that, oh man, that is super hyper extended. Oh, dude, that's I told a real you. Problem. She formed a, she formed a crazy angle. Oh yeah, I remember you. Oh, love frosting is back. The sexual name, for a purportedly female account. <laughs> that's fun because the real fans of the show can rewind and read the lips <laughs> right yeah, I was gonna say for people who really know what's up oh man good fun we, night of fights so we far are we are getting the main event already for the main event of the evening and I am very excited for this one Derek Brunson two up and coming guys and you can tell these guys I, I love seeing fighters who are like nearing their peak and are training their asses off and are on the like upward trend. That's right. what gets that's what gets people inspired about fighting too. When you see guys come up from nothing, like some uh, ba- the Dark Knight Rises stuff. Oh yeah, how did the child make it out of the cave? He did the jump without the rope. 
Did I say I was female before? Info? Yeah, but don't worry. We we cracked the code. We we knew. I don't know what that. But what do you mean before info? I don't understand. LMFA. I'm laughing my fucking. It's like it's like a laughing thing. Oh. What? <laughs> oh, laughing my face off. That's what it is. Yeah, laugh my face off. Oh, dude, yeah. boomer, I guess. Dude, we knew, Amelia, your name is love frosting, which is another word for cum. Um, I, we were a thousand percent positive. You said you were a cheerleader, though, and a blonde and a hot blonde cheerleader. And then that you but you also were on Twitch all day. And I was like, this isn't adding up. <laughs> right. We're doing the calculations. We're in the lab. We have the chalkboards out. We had our white coats on goggles on. No, dude. Calculating. I, I needed I need a fucking janitor to walk by and figure out this. Algorithm. <laughs> we needed good will hunting. I needed a good will hunting. <laughs> oh, you're just yeah. There's nothing wrong with being just a guy. I mean, we're not into that, but uh, there's nothing wrong with that. You be you, man. I was gonna say, born this way. Only <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. We're, we're throwing out Gaga references all night tonight. Yeah, dude. I hope you're not one of those male cheerleaders though, who's like very aggressive when they get when people and their friends make jokes about male cheerleading. I worked with this guy, and he was like six two, and he was like a bodybuilder type, but he did male cheerleading, and he would get so aggressive at anyone who made jokes. And he's like, "There's nothing funny about it. The level of dedication it takes to be a male cheerleader, you have no idea." You know what else is super funny? Lacking self awareness. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, dude, you can't laugh at yourself, really. Like. No one's even making, like, the jokes they were making were like, you could cheer us on maybe when we're working or That's something like that. a horrible joke. It was, it was terrible workplace comedy, like water cooler stuff. Right. Where it was like, how about you go get your outfit on and cheer us on, like, while we were, like, doing something. Oh, just busting his balls yeah. about it. And he got, like, defensive, like, actually. Right. And it's like, what's going on here? Yeah. That's how it goes. Fucking cheerleader. Watch what you say. Hashtag unfollow, I was going to say. Sometimes I wish the cheerleaders in sports was all men. Yeah, and he was saying stuff that we all know. We all know that cheerleading isn't easy. Especially I don't think that would be very motivational for the athletes. I was going to say. <laughs> Chad, Brad, Dan. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Push them back. Push them back. <laughs> Way back. Yeah. Oh, that is amazing. Evan, thank you. <laughs> good with the pom-poms. <laughs> Todd, keeping it tight, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Pause. Pause. <laughs> sexist. Come on. It's the way the world works, buddy. They're double standards. You reached 500 followers on Twitch. Congratulations, dude. Fucking host us, keep, man. Can, keep keep grinding. Keep grinding. And don't host us if you don't want to. It's up to you. Because we're just going to continue to spread this sexist propaganda about Stop hating it. on all male cheerleading squads. Stop it. We already look like we'd be on an episode of Fox and Friends. <laughs> yeah, we can't talk like say, this. yeah, we already look. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's not a good look. It's mostly me hitting on straight men. <laughs> that's funny. Holy shit, that's Yikes. good. Honestly, dude, have you seen that? You know, big respect to James Charles. You want to know what James Charles does? He's a turner. 
No, no. Where he hits him. You didn't hear what he's been. Uh, what did he? Did he get tied up in something? Yeah, he's fucking hitting on a fourteen-year-old dude. Yikes! Yeah. Well, I was gonna make a joke about how he's a turner and he likes turning straight dudes. Yeah, well, I don't think you can turn a straight guy. You, Tell that to James Charles. They're gay. His successor just don't want to admit it. Well, it's L.A. straight, which is about... All right. You're halfway there. (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh, Jason Ellis is L.A. straight. No, he's gay. That's the thing. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's bi. Right. I was going to (laughs) say, Jason Ellis was like, well, yeah, I'm completely... Like, Jason Ellis said this, where he's like, yeah, I'm completely straight. It's just that sometimes when I'm hanging out with my friends, we just... You know, we fool around. And I'm like, <laughs> and then I remember who did he have on the show who was like, wait, what do you mean? Okay. I think he had like a fighter on and the fighter was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you know, we just fool around. We just, it's just guys. And we just, we just like fool around. We just horse around. And he's like, I don't follow. And he's like, you know, we just. I follow. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I just make them have a hall pass. <laughs> that is, that's fair. That's fair. Dude, shout out to... Dude, I love their... They Wait, ESPN made a Bruce Lee documentary? Looks like it. We might have to watch this. If we if copyright law didn't exist, we would stream it <laughs> and watch it. So this is, <coughs> so this is the documentary. <laughs> it wouldn't even be a watch party. I just put it on. Yeah, exactly. We'd just get popcorn. we sitting in the back. The lights are off. Every Monday, I would just publish the TV guide and just fucking... <laughs> Oh, that's too funny. Sit down. Oh, God. That's so good. Dude, not, big yikes for James Charles. I know uh, who Jake Paul was getting in trouble. He threw a party. Like a massive party. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> that would be uh, a spectacle, to be sure. I would watch boxing if the ladies were, if the ladies were naked. You would? I'd watch it regardless. Me too. Well, yeah. Because I'm a white knight. I would love, bo- like, I love boxing, so I would watch women But box, I don't get. But I would I would watch if they were naked also. I just don't get why all these girls online have boyfriends. They should be with me, a nice guy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, I just listened to that one Shawn Mendes song on loop. You know I can treat you better. No, don't sing like that. You, it was too good. It was pretty good, right? YouTube is going to take us down. I was going to say. Fuck. I can't hit the falsetto anymore. Back in you my heyday, back in my well, heyday, back don't in my heyday. Short, buddy. I'll try. <laughs> no, don't make me. But back in the day, I used to be able to hit that JT in sync falsetto. Right. That guy got a perm. And back in the day, also, was, yeah, I was gonna say he kept, <laughs> he kept it super tight. Dude, did you see what he did? What? He was walking around with his co-star, holding hands and shit. Oh yeah, and he's like, mar- but he's married to Jessica Biel, and they have children, and he just apologized and just got away out. with it. Oh yeah, because he's Justin Timberlake. I'm pretty sure he's cheated on her like three times, and every time he's like, "I'm so sorry." But on a serious note, a lot of sports players are scared to come out of the closet because of how they'll be treated. Yeah, that's a huge thing, especially in combat sports. Especially in combat sports, like, I can't imagine that's going to be a barrier that's going to take a while to break down. It's like, cause you know, there's still a generation of people where it's just completely in the women's divisions. There's no problem. Multiple openly gay. Amanda Nunes, Amanda Nunes, the best female fighter of all time. And she's uh, openly gay. 
Nina Ansaroff. I don't see why I don't. I don't see why it's. A I don't big see deal. why it's a problem. I was gonna At say. All. It's just like I said. It's that older generation who's like hard and fast and weird about it. I don't know. I don't see. I don't. I don't see why it's a problem at all. It shouldn't be, especially in fighting, because it's not like there's. You don't see a lot of the locker room antics you do in team sports. Yeah, and all. Even then, I was like, I was trying to describe my friends. My friends would give uh, uh, people who did wrestling shit because they're like, oh, you like to wrestle around with sway dudes, and I'm like, dude, let me tell you this right now. Arousal is the last thing on your mind when you're getting worked by a state champ. You're getting bent in half. You're getting longbowed and pinned in front of your parents. The last thing you're thinking is, uh, this is a this is a romantic encounter. Oh, not at all. I was gonna say, there's nothing. Uh, just embarrassed. Just gonna say, pain, embarrassment, shame. Mostly embarrassment. I was gonna <laughs> say, it's a super vulnerable thing. Fighting. I was gonna say, it doesn't get much more vulnerable than that. Any combat sports, you lose and you feel just embarrassed. Dev- the level of devastation. Just you couldn't be more embarrassed. It feels like your face is covered in paint, especially and you don't know even that it is. And especially when you like, I see a ton of dudes, and when you don't put the preparation in, and you know you could have done more. Those are the oh, people. It's an a- added level of shame. Where that's like the next level stuff. Yeah. When you're not prepared, and you are like, "Wow, I probably had more in the tank if I had just trained harder." Now you doubly hate yourself. Yeah. That's the thing, too. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's totally one of those sports where if you show up on game day and you didn't put the work in, it's not football where sometimes, you know, you can have a buddy bail you out on a play where you blow the blitz. Dude, there's no one there to cover you on the flank. Yeah, I agree. It's a perfect way to put it. I've been hearing a lot of F-bombs in boxing, and that was a turn away from me. Yeah, it's true. I mean, they get aggressive. But thanks, um, guys, for being so cool. Dude, you don't need us to accept you. Just be you. That's yeah. the thing. You're, you're doing great. Yeah, you don't need any, anybody's acceptance. You're, you're good, man. But, um, yeah, if you do combat sports, it shouldn't be a big deal at all. Especially jiu-jitsu. I don't think anyone would have a problem with that. No. If you're about to rip my arm off, what do I care what you like to do in the bedroom? I was gonna I'm trying say, to not get hurt. I was, was going to say, I'd be more worried about my knee getting absolutely <laughs> ripped. ripped apart. <laughs> <laughs> and this ref, this is just like what I do at a rec league, and this yeah. dude's tearing my knee in half. <laughs> really getting strangled unconscious, but who do you think he's attracted to? I was going to gonna say, what does he do? How does he do the horizontal mambo? Yeah. As, <laughs> as right I'm whipping to my car. fucking me up pretty good. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> Jesus. Edmund Shabazian coming in in top form. We have, dude, is he bird chested? What's going on with that? He's like a weird indentation. Never heard of that position Horizontal before. mambo. <laughs> Google it. You're in for a treat. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> that sounded like your Shia LaBeouf impression. You're welcome. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Shy surprise. <laughs> Shy surprise. Edmund Shabazian's in the act again. I love saying Shabazian so much. Shabazian. Shabazian. Where's yeah. he from? Detroit? Is he Armenian? Is he from the U.S.? <laughs> Everyone in Glendale Fighting Club I thought was Armenian. He had so many Armenian dudes boxing there, right? Has to be. I've heard I've heard good things about Armenian. Armenian descent, boom. Okay. It was on the, yeah. Okay, I believe you. Dude, everyone at the Glendale Fighting Club is, just you have to assume. The best snacks, the popcorn. To eat while, to, oh yeah, while watching boxing, popcorn. it's definitely popcorn. Popcorn, popcorn is pre- like just the next gen snack. Because if you have something like Cheez-Its, you're going to eat the whole box. 
I like because they're not filling. Or if you wanna, if you wanna be a, a fatty that day, pretzels. Or the Lenny's and Larry's protein cookies. Those are those are good. They give me the shits. So many. It's high calorie too. They give me the shits. It has the same calories as a brownie, so you're not really fooling anyone. No. This uh, isn't healthy. I was gonna say you eat it. <laughs> it says it's healthy you're, on the Yeah, package. I was gonna say you're eating it and you're like, this isn't good for me. <laughs> you like Slurpees? I had a one of my old buddies loved Slurpees. I never got them. It's brain freeze, bro. And plus, if I'm gonna have that many calories from sugar, I'll just have a milkshake. Yeah. If you're gonna have a Slurpee. Do you remember when you used to be morbidly obese and you would get <laughs> the Cameron special? No, no, that. But I'm talking about uh, you would get these coffees or as oh frappuccinos. It's not coffee. Vanilla yeah. bean. Fra- <laughs> okay, you have to say. See, I would actually you have to say vanilla bean frappuccino because if you just say vanilla frappuccino, they'll put coffee in it and make it a coffee drink. I don't want coffee. I don't want coffee I at want nine a.m. Ice cream. Before my before my college classes, I'd be like, look, get all the coffee out of there. I just want. Milk, sugar, coffee, cream. And it would, it's essentially a milkshake. It's a fucking milkshake. And they are delicious. It was They just made a socially acceptable milkshake to have at like 9 a.m., which I pushed that boundary even in college. I would get ice cream cones at 9 a.m., bro. That's a problem. Before class. It was a problem. Check. On I that know, box. but look at camera now. For our new viewers, go back <laughs> in time. Do I look great now? No. He did. He lost hundred pounds. That's it. Relax. Killing relax. It. Killing relax. It. Killing it, man. <laughs> He's a sexy motherfucker over here. Yeah. Okay, there. Are you coming on to me? Yes. Is that what this is? It's the long con. <laughs> Almost two hundred episodes of the podcasting. A little wincess for you. Just biding your time. <laughs> just waiting. To, just wearing me down day by day, like yeah. a river through a valley. <laughs> Turns out we're from a good old Kentucky. Yeah, we're in Appalachia. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Right, brother, husband, let's get ready for this main event. <laughs> Lock hands. Yeah. Derek Brunson making his way out to the octagon. No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, you don't have to do an in-depth review. Please. <laughs> uh, no, please. Don't do it. I'm, I'm well aware of weak points. Shout out Derek Brunson. You know, I'd be rooting for Derek Brunson because he he wants to show out and show that he's not a gatekeeper. This is the time, because if he loses this fight, yikes! It's like Czech, it's like Czech Congo, where it's like it's time to go to Bellator if you want a good reputation. Really, dude? If he loses this fight, he is like he's a, top ten fucking middleweight in the world. Yeah, he's been top ten middleweight in the world for five years. Yeah, that's a serious accomplishment. Or we're yeah, talking that, past each that's other. That's amazing. Same thing with Czech Congo. Czech Congo was a top ten heavyweight for five years, and he was like, "Wait, I want to be a champion. I'm a gatekeeper. Of I want to yeah. be a champion." And then he went to Bellator and went on like a thirteen fight tear. Yeah, fair enough. That's what I'm saying. Brunson could run the table in Bellator for sure. Depends on what his money situation's like. He trains uh, uh Jacksons, right? Don't know. Do you want me to find out? No, no, let me look at his corner. Let me get another look at this. Is that the Armenian flag? I don't know what it is. I've never seen the Armenian flag before. It looks like a uh, Tetris. You know, I had a class with an Albanian kid, and he said that uh, one of the past... Who is... What is Lena the Plug? 
What is she? She's Armenian. Okay. Armenians she's are the my hot only. Ones. She's my only <laughs> reference. <laughs> Armenians are like the hot ones. So now every time I think of Armenian women, I think of Lena the Plug, and I'm like, I have to get with an Armenian yeah, woman. Just absolute, just blow out body, absolutely. everything. Just absolutely tremendous. Well, Albania. Wow! Edmund is a minus 360 favorite. The disrespect. Disrespect. Giovanni took Shabazi in two. He's going to make some. He is 11 and 0, man. Oh, you're Albanian? Dude, shout outs. But uh, one of the Albanian kids in the class said one of the dictators was obsessed with, like, bunkers. Because he was always worried about an invasion. So in Albania, <laughs> Albania. He's a paranoid dictator. There are bunkers everywhere. It was called bunkerization. Wow. So you in Albania, like a bunch of those sites you go to, it's it's bunkers. That's crazy. And I thought that that That's was pretty crazy, cool. Crazy man. That's crazy man. Plus, I mean, he was super chill. Our dictator closed our country off for centuries. Wow. That's not good. Dude, that's crazy. Well, as you go into the Easter block, we said some of the countries get a little authoritarian. Yikes. Like, uh, where, where, what's Turkmenistan, right? That's the guy, Gurban Guli. Yeah. If I didn't know any better, that sounds made up, but I know. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's, he, did you see his weightlifting montage? No. With the gold bar? You need to look up. Um, Let's just say Mon there were a lot of CrossFit places. It's either Mongolia or Hungary. The president of I, one of those nations is a grappler and like a weightlifter, and oh, he looks no. like a fucking warrior. Oh, it's he actually sick. looks like sick, yeah. dude. It's probably yeah. Mongolia, dude. Mongolian dudes are still some of the still some of the toughest cats around. Edmund Shabazian and Derek Brunson here are underway. Not that guy, <laughs> that guy is seventy. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not Hungary, maybe. Not that guy. That might be him. Nope. Type in grappler right, president. Let's, let's watch. Yeah, let's yeah, say. Google Gore for days, dude. I could make an entire Amazon series just watching you try to Google stuff. Just, you just watch me struggle. So <laughs> I'll figure it out. I was going to say, we'll figure we'll it out. We'll report back. This fight's already underway. <laughs> uh, we're done talking about... Uh, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, that's that's fair. That's fair. That'd be pretty... Uh, you know... That'd be demoralizing. That'd be demoralizing to a certain extent. Yeah, if I fight a guy and he's got a 14-inch dick. <laughs> yeah, I'd and be I'm like, like, I lost and hey, he's got a fucking I, I anaconda? I going to say, he's got an absolute... Shit. Unit. Okay. Then I got my girlfriend in the second row. I lost, and my the, my <laughs> opponent has a fucking seventeen-inch <laughs> trouser snake. It's down. It's not a good look for sure. It's terrible. Shabazi and both guys just feeling each other out here early. That'd on. be like when Paulie Malignaggi lost to um. Oh, Adrian Broner. Adrian Broner, and Adrian Broner took his girl. I, yeah, prior I to took the fight. your belt, and I took your girl. Dude, he took his girl prior to the fight too. Would and you, then Paulie Malignaggi got in his face and he's like, don't you ever talk about my side piece. piece. <laughs> you stole my side piece. Wow. Yeah. Which shows that he cared about the, he cared, he cared about that girl. Yikes. And he was deeply hurt. Yeah. He was hurting. Cause I'm hurting, hurting inside. inside. <laughs> um, anyway, three 15, three 14, <laughs> three 13. Shabazi and very tentative here early on. Oh man. Are we going to see, you don't want to see sports and fitness from us. Although, 
based on what I've seen on Twitch, these guys could use some instruction. They input, definitely could. So it's, I could hop into some chats and help people out. There's a lot of weird workouts going on on the Twitch workout streams. Not to not to be sound arrogant. I just have some experience. I've seen a lot of guys doing the CrossFit plates. Well, they'll have like a 45 on, and then they'll have like three 15s, and I'm like, what is... So it looks like you're doing 405? Oh, shit! Dude, Derek Brunson's getting the better of this first round. Yeah, Shabazian looks tentative here early on. Very nice uh, elbow on the elbow exit. there from Brunson. Let's see if Brunson can uh, dash the hopes of the wannabe champion. Really committing on these punches is Shabazzi. Oh! oh! Huge one-two land for Shabazzian just landed a big cup. Of, oh! Oh, that was head movement from Brunson. I thought he got clipped. Nope. That he woke up Brunson, though. That's a serious problem if he gets hit with another combination like that. Oh, swinging and banging. That could be the end of our night. The pants of a rip in boxing, never seen it. I've never seen pants rip, pants rip in wrestling either. Never seen that either. Maybe WWE. I've never seen, never seen that in wrestling. A ripping, the ripping of a singlet? No, never. Never seen it. Those things are so elastic. They're super bro. stretchy. That'd be very hard to do. I've seen some dudes where it's like you intentionally picked a small singlet. They're trying to flex out here. Me. <laughs> I I do remember that. When you ordered the medium, I was like, that's okay. That's a bold move. Okay, yeah. so that's a bold move, Cod. We're going to get 0% coverage. Zero per second skin out there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I searched that stuff on purpose. Oh! oh! That oh. knee landed for Shabazzian, but now Brunson has his back here against the fence. Oh, and Brunson's making him wear the weight right now. Hogan Ooh. style. Hulk Hogan style, yeah. Shout out to Hogan, Hulk Hogan. Did you know Chris Hemsworth is on track to play him? What? He said he's going to have to put on so much size, and I'm like, yeah. Hulk was like 6'7", 300 pounds, Chris. Chris is going to have to do more steroids. They're also going to have to shoot him at really weird angles to make him look 6'7". Hulk is huge. Chris Evans isn't small. How he's tall not is he? small, he's a tall guy. but he's like 220. Don't do that and work on extraction, too. I, honestly, I want to see Extraction 2. He killed like 80 people in Extraction 1. Fucker got shot in the neck and lived. That, that stuff is wild. nutty. I love it. I have to go at a 10-hour stream. Jesus, man. Put Dude, in put hours. in the grind. I hope it works out, man. Keep it going. We'll catch you later, man. Peace out. Jamie Foxx playing Tyson 2. Yeah, I saw that. And then he posts like the most blurry photo to show his physique update. I mean, yeah. Where I was like, can we enhance? I feel like I'm on CSI Miami. Enhance. Something. Zoom, zoom, enhance. <laughs> Something tells me he did that on purpose. Yeah, for sure. It's because Jamie Foxx has said in the past when he puts on weight, it all goes to his midsection. So he was definitely flexing good lighting to kind of show people like, hey, this is what I look like before I hop on the... Well, your imagination, he posted the blurry photos so people are like, oh, I see a little bit of... And then your imagination runs wild and all of a sudden the articles are, Jamie Foxx ripped, ripped Tyson, the, 250 pounds of muscle. Muscle mass monster Tyson remake. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Plus, he's going to do the same stupid circuit where he's going to be like, you know, you just eat broccoli, chicken, and rice. He's going to say And say work the, out seven hours a day. Say the exact same thing Hugh Jackman did. Dude, I eat seven rotisserie chickens. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, dude, stop. I was on set for nine hours. I lifted for five. You have to lift six hours a day. 
to build that physique. Right. Sure. And then you eat chicken and broccoli, chicken and broccoli, chicken and broccoli, right? So that's about what I, the first round was about what I expected. It was a, a feeling out process, but they started to trade some It weather. was a mess of scrambles, Cameron. It was a mess of scrambles. Whoa. Three round main event? Yeah. Is that not a typo? It's not a typo. That's crazy. Oh, huge kick to the body. Are we not going to acknowledge that there's a three-round main event? When's the last time we had one of those? I don't know. It's a good question. That's crazy. No Will Smith Ali, huh? Dude, he looked pretty darn good in Ali. Yeah, but Will Smith wasn't exact. I mean, um, Muhammad Ali wasn't like this freaky muscle-bound guy. I was going to say, he was the, uh, Will had way more capped shoulders than Muhammad Ali yeah. ever did. Muhammad was focused on like floating like a butterfly and Speed. Like, stinging like a bee, you know? Well, that's what I was looking at, like old Muhammad Ali tapes, and I he he, he looked amazing. But I looked at other smaller fighters. Oh, from that nice time. lead left hook from Shabazian. Bear Brunson's in on a single we here. Can, we can talk about when the fight's over. Actually, sorry, that'll be a good topic to round out the stream, though. I'll talk about the Ali. Brunson's about to finish his takedown. Brunson is doing a really good job. He should. Playing. Oh, oh! He lands a big shot, and then the Shabazian ducks the second one that would have taken his soul. I like the takedown for Brunson. I was going to say, Brunson's doing a really good job of tying Shabazian up, making him really uncomfortable here. I, I hope he taps into his experience. Plus, we know at the Glendale Fighting Club, grappling is a problem. Yeah. Being that there's no. If the it. other fighters coming out of that camp are any indication. <laughs> are any indication. I'd wear him down. <laughs> Hopefully, he taps into his depth of experience here and he drags him into deep, deep waters. Yeah. Deep, deep waters. Water. <laughs> Shout out to Lamb before time. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Dude, that song is absolute fire, though. Deep, yeah. deep water. If we didn't get in on a copyright strike on your singing, we definitely Dude, got it on mine. My Sean Mendez and your Land Before Time, we're never making a monetized video on this channel. Oh, shit. Shabazian got absolutely doinked by Brunson. Poked. Oh. Ouchie. Poked right in the eye. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. That's another thing. Uh, it's horrifically debilitating. Should be taken. That was accidental, though. That was one of the ones where it didn't look like a flagrant John Jones no. eye spear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which Daniel Cormier has now adapted to his Fuck. game. <laughs> Daniel Cormier's eye spear is one of the most vaunted things. He's like, John got me with it. Now <laughs> time to use it. Eye spear. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if if you it were works. if you were not focused on being a professional athlete and you wanted to focus on self defense, I spear, I spear. They won't be able to see. Just triple up on that I spear jab, <laughs> and then stop, just, stop, stop. They're <laughs> and then just land a right hand behind it. Because now he can't, he at least has to try to clear he out can't his see. eyes. He's got to rely on his <laughs> shitty sense of hearing, and he doesn't have echolocation <laughs> like Daredevil. He's fucked. <laughs> It's like Krav Maga. It's just mutilation. If it were me, I'd blind him and then go for the takedown. <laughs> and then just rain elbows until he's dead. <laughs> Self-defense. I mean, that's what that's what Krav Maga really is. It's just, I'm just going to mutilate someone. Oh, shit! Brunson just landed a big knee. Was that what you were saying? No shit at? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I was going to say. Yeah, that should be in the new UFC video game. When you're like particularly gassed and your opponent's having a good round, you can just ice spear him. It pre yeah, it pops <laughs> up like a first-person shooter says reload. It's like, square! Oh, I got an ice spear upgrade! <laughs> ah! 
<laughs> you get your one warning from Herb Dean, but now he's blind in his right eye for the <laughs> whole fight. Quite. Herb Dean's like, I'm going to take a point. You guys bleeding <laughs> from his eyes. <laughs> he's got cloudy vision the whole fight now. It's awesome. Like, the other guy's screen just has a film over it now. Looks like Oedipus just. Oh. <laughs> yes. The 007 bit. <laughs> so ga exactly, game changer. The you 007 fucking villain. It's just a derangement of the tear duct. He's crying blood. <laughs> Tony knows what's going on. Oh, man, I'm a fucking clown. Focus <laughs> just, on the fight. I was going to say, we're ridiculous. We talked more about dicks than this fight. Bruns is wearing on Shabazian. <laughs> I mean, he is. Like, it's smart. This is Shabazian has quicker hands. So but Brunson's this is, just oh! making Oh! Wow. This is Brunson's round. Rain shots. Rain shots. Are you serious? Just veteran stuff from Brunson. Yeah, totally. Shabazian's wilting. Well, it's because... Go to crucifix. Go to... Oh, he's going for a fucking... Uh, Brunson saw that... Americana. Sh Shabazian was getting the better of some of the boxing exchanges and just said, Hey, guess where... Take guess his back. what? Hooks in. He's got, Brunson's got one hook oh, in. Oh, dude. Shabazian's extra gassed. Shabazian's getting beat up right now. Shabazian oh. couldn't be more gassed. He's eating a lot of shots Full here. here for Brunson. Brunson's... Let's see if Shabazian takes... Shabazian's going belly down. Oh, dude. Shabazian might get finished here. 40 seconds to work. It's enough time to get a finish. We just need an explosion from Brunson here. More short elbows. Shabazian's doing a good job of separate... No, Shabazian, not now. Shabazian regained half guard. It's there to get hit now, though. Brunson can just rain down elbows. Brunson's trying to step over from half guard into full mount. He has not been successful at that. Wow, that is crazy. Shabazian looks so tired, man. Shabazian's gassed. 15 seconds to work. Well, I said, like, before, he has, like, a weird build for this fight. He's looked better in the past. You think? Yeah. Oh, a massive oh! elbow! Slices oh, open he's Shabazian. Done. He's done. That Two elbow minutes is to insane. Work. Was that the end of the round or the end of the fight? Because it very well could have been the end of the fight. It was the end of the round. Brunson's just wow. realizing. Brunson thought he ended the fight. Wow. Brunson thought he ended the fight. The way Shabazian fell back that, into dude, that wait. stool. They propped him into that chair. Just recovered, dude. He's out right now. Shabazian is like barely with it. He was, dude. Dude, holy guacamole. Herb Dean is standing right over Shabazian. Yeah, there, he's looking for signs of being out. So is the doctor. Wow, that was brutally close to being stopped. Literally. A massive elbow landed at the oh, very end of that round. Five more seconds. And then Shabazian absorbed about five extra shots undefended. Dude, five more seconds and that fight is over. It's over. It's, it's over. That, he was out right there. He was actually out right there. Brunson here thought that was the wave off. And it almost it looked like Herb wasn't sure. It was really weird. Oh, Shabazian is on Queer Street still, dude. He's not okay. Dude, her better watch out. I was going to say, uh, Dan they Hardy. A, they did a timeout just before the beginning of the third round. The doctor is evaluating Shabazian to see if he's fit to continue. Yeah, Shabazian, come on. He's good. He's good. He's good. He knows he's good. He's not good, by the way. I just want to say, percent not good. I just want to say he nodded to the ref, the the doctor that he was good, but I could see from the look on his face that is the look of someone who's not all there. It was the least believable answer. Yeah, the nod there. I did not buy that for two seconds. If Shabazian gets the knockout in this third round, one of the best comebacks. Absolutely, he's done right now. 
He looks so out of it. He's 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 defeated. Like it's one of those rounds where he got hurt so bad in the last round that he's still not okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was he's, the easiest takedown. Yeah, I've this ever is seen gonna get life. stopped. He's still not okay. That's it. Yeah, yep. he's done. Yeah, I was gonna say. He's done. That's a finish for Derek Brunson. TKO at the start of the third. You just saw the way he got taken down. That was not a As soon as he got taken down like that, yeah. I would He went down. It was a sign of physical surrender. You don't when a guy puts his arms on you and you drop to you the canvas. Like that, exactly. Yeah. Like that was super weird. Brunson didn't apply much force at all. And then after seeing a couple of hard shots, her Dean was like, I'm not gonna this kid has a bright future. I'm not gonna let Brunson take it from him, you know? Like look at this. I'm not gonna lie to you. I think that this was a silly matchup. I he wanted it though. It's Shabazian wanted to show that he could be the youngest champion, and he bit off more than he could chew. A hundred percent. And it's the same thing with that new uh, up and comer. Dana um, gave him what he wanted. No, no, that the new up and comer, the guy who had the quickest turnaround victory. I don't know. Oh, what. the the is he a Dagestani guy? The Dagestani guy. He's another one. He's eight and zero or something like that. Nine and zero, and he's already calling out Conor McGregor and shit. And I'm like, dude, you're just like Sugar Sean O'Malley. So much potential. Sugar Sean though is out of all the up and comers, I think he has the best shot at taking out a top ten guy. Yeah. Yeah, but even that, it's like super risky. It's like why he's making kind of a dangerous pick with Marlon Vera, and that's not to say that Shabazian hasn't come a long way in a short amount of time. He's a top fifteen middleweight right now. Yeah, he's twenty two. That's crazy. He's twenty two. So this is going to be a big learn. He can take a year and just focus on his technique now. I hope he does. Who else is he going to fight? Because he got hurt that round, and his there was some conditioning stuff where he was just gassed. He was gassed in the beginning. Brunson of the second. made him work. Who's gassed in the beginning? That of the was second. super veteran move. What, what did we say? When a guy has faster hands than you, wear on him. Wear on him. Make him carry your weight. At least make him grapple to a stalemate. He's going to slow down. Yeah. And now you both have, you both have two swollen arms now. Yeah, they're full blood, and you're going to throw. He's going to throw slower. I guarantee it. And that's exactly what we saw there. And Brunson just killed it, man. That was a great fight. We're Shout out to you, for. Ginger John, for staying up, man. You're yeah. an absolute trooper. Yeah. Let me tell you. And shout out to you, dude. We appreciate you coming to the stream as well. Thank you. Yeah, 100%. So they're about to make it official here. Also, shout out to uh, Love Frosting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Huge learning experience for Shabazian. Yeah, he's going to learn a lot from this. Herb Dean helped, saved him so much damage by not continuing Good stoppage fight. in the beginning of the third. Really there. good stoppage. That third round could have gotten very ugly, very fast. <sighs> yeah. Brunson was about to beat the living heavens out of that dude. Brunson looked great. He did. That was some of the best Brunson we've seen. Just mixing the grappling with the striking a lot. Which is what, you know, Brunson's needed to do. He's gone up against guys in the 4.15 a.m. here. Good decision to stop by. The Yeah, I was going to say, after at least a few weeks. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, I think we can, yeah, let's talk yeah. about that card. Um, and Dan Hardy yelling. Stop the fight in the middle of the uh, Francisco Trinaldo. Uh, what was that other guy's name? It was, it was his debut. I forgot his name. Oh, fuck, I completely forgot his name, too. Let's see. Dan Hardy, though, was acting a little out of pocket, though, huh? It's unex You can't yell like that. Especially when you're an announcer. You can pass judgment, and then on your podcast or on the post-fight show, you can shit all over a ref. 
But when you're shouting at a ref during a match, it makes the whole sport look unprofessional. It makes it look ridiculous. Amateurish. It's, it reminds people of like the smoker days where people were fighting agree, on reservations. I agree with, and um, his name's Jai Herbert. That's right. I agree with uh, Herb Dean's take completely. We all have jobs out there. That would be like um, if the NFL had uh, a yardstick guy, one of those y- the people who hold the first down markers yelling at the ref about the placement of a ball. Line judge. Or, or line judge, thank you. Wait, no, I think I'm wrong. I think the, the line judge is the guy who looks he's offside. Yeah, I think that's another referee. But that's one of the referee. one of the people who holds the down marker. What is it called? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I think you get what I'm chain saying. Chain gang. Yeah, one of the members of the chain gang holding yeah. up their sign and and yelling out at the referee, questioning their calls. It makes yeah. it look amateur. That's something you would see at pee wee football, not the highest levels of sport. And it's the same thing here. You see the commentator yelling out at the referee. The referee is trained specifically to make those decisions. It's his decision to make. And that aside, you know, I think that it's always better to have a stoppage be a little late. And I don't even think that was a horrifically late stoppage. It wasn't. If anything, I've seen way worse way stoppages. Worse. I think that stoppage was definitely on the later side of normal. Still if normal. I'm a fighter, though, I want that kind of ref. I want him to give me every chance possible to get out of that situation. I want to be sure that the fight is over. The la- the thing we hate the most as fight fans, fighters, and referees... Is when a fight gets stopped and the guy who got stopped stands right pops up. Pops right up. Or like Dominic like, Cruz and Henry Cejudo. We where see, he was working up. Working up. He was standing up to his stop feet it. and you stop it. Because he was temporarily in a turtle position. Exactly. And now we're, we're all sitting there wondering what could have been. We all feel robbed of a, of a potentially wonderful fight. And Frank Yeager, Gray Maynard. Yeah, well, Frankie agreed. Then no, that fight wasn't stopped. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I see. We're robbed of a classic fight. If it had been stopped, if Frankie would have gotten stopped, yeah, he never would have been able to have such a wonderful comeback. Yeah, I agree completely. And we would have been talking about Gray Maynard's stoppage Stoppage. of Frankie Edgar, and that was a. It was close to getting stopped. Very close. Very but close. Frankie did just enough to stay to in. show the ref that he was still in there, wanted to be in there, and I think. I think Herb made the right call. I really do. And if somebody, you're, you're choosing to fight. If you have to take an extra punch for the ref to be like, okay, there's no chance that he can uh, recover. Double his money and get his win bonus. Yes, yeah, exactly. Or stay in that fight and make it to the end, which is what a fighter wants to do at the end of the day. I guarantee if you wake me up from getting knocked out. And the rebuttal to that is obviously the referee's in there to protect the fighter from himself because every, him or herself, I should, to be Every PC, fighter's going to want to go out on every the shield single every fighter, fight. Yeah. I feel like that's the line they walk, and Herb Dean is one of the best at walking that line. Some get by you. It's like you're playing a catcher. Some some of those. Like John Jones, Daniel Cormier, too. I think that stoppage (sighs) was way later than a lot of people think, too. People act like that was like. uh, People act like that was just a normal stoppage. I'm like, dude, that was pretty freaking late. And I think. the way John was ratcheting those punches down, those were. Every one of those punches was crazy hard. Yeah. And he landed like three after Daniel was down. Right, Right. Brutal, like you could see, it, like like uh, that scene in Real Steel. I don't where even, you could see the shoulder joint, like yeah, whoosh. yeah, whiplashing. Yeah. And I think, again, I'll reiterate, the stoppage was not that bad, and it definitely got blown out of proportion by uh, Dan Hardy's very out of pocket move, yelling like that. Um, didn't Doesn't care show for a lot of composure. And then, and then you saw Dan. Dan Hardy kind of spurred on Paul Felder to also be like, "Oh, yelling out, this is the second time tonight." 
I mean, we would still be hearing about it if it was a ridiculously early stoppage. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Those those early stoppages, it's just we're it's, all upset because they're gutted. You yeah. have a guy like Dominic Cruz now where now he has a TKO Wondering loss. What could have been? He has a TKO yeah. loss now. And he's like I've never been finished. I still don't feel like I was finished. And he's like especially when he tells the ref before the fight, "Look, I get clipped in fights." DC cried like a bitch after. He cried. Dude, I wouldn't say so like a, I wouldn't say like a bitch, especially to him. I was gonna say plus like that's his life. That's it's his legacy. Everything he's that worked was, for. That was Jones too. That was the rematch. That's when you gotta win. And he didn't. Granted, John is a fucking cheat. He's a cheat. He's a cheat. And he totally lost to Dominic Reyes. If we're going to sit here and yell at Volkanovski for losing uh, against Max Holloway the second time. Dude, Dominic Reyes is more flagrant. Much more flagrant. Dominic Reyes clearly won the first three rounds. And he was on he was on Ariel Hawani's show, and it was like almost anticlimactic, him being on the show, because he was like, yeah, you know, I won, and uh, I won. I obviously won like, the first three like, rounds. And he's like, I obviously want to fight John again, but there's no way in hell he wants to fight me right now. John is still Pico pulsing. Dude, he has gonna say he changed literally changed the game with USADA to where now there's exemptions where you can Pico pulse. And it's like what? Now thankfully they've gotten rid of that, like the allowing of the pulsing. He's a one time grandfathered in exception. Right. Which so I he's love. allowed to pulse yeah, for the because rest he of his makes career. Them, because he makes the million millions of dollars. What the fuck? He's allowed to Pico pulse until the cows come home. Okay. But they've So if I start Pico pulsing in the regional circuit and I make it to the UFC, dude, is the air carried forward? Can they've, I continue to Pico pulse? Yeah, they banned guys. Because they started pulsing again. And they're like, There hasn't been any injection, but you're Pico pulsing. We can't right. have Pico pulsing. But you see John, you see John, it's really weird when he's getting ready for a fight. Those Picos really start to pulse. It's ridiculous. I love how in the lead up to every John fight too, there's like three USADA press releases where they're like, uh, there's been some sort of finding in his test, but we're allowing an exemption. My favorite thing is his defense. Guys, it's not steroids. I just do cocaine. <laughs> or dick, dick pills. pills. He's dick like, pills and cocaine. He's like, I'm just on dick pills and I party. I'm trying to fuck all night like a bull. I do cocaine <laughs> and then I do dick pills. It's like, come on, man. Did I mention that I have kids? Sugar Sean is a little suspect. He had those caffeine pills. It's not as flagrant no, to me. No, they were definitely caffeine pills. Especially when you he look at it. He tested positive his, for a diuretic, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And also, diuretics, yeah. diuretics don't... For anyone who knows stuff about steroids, diuretics don't do as much as you think they do. And it's highly situational when it comes to sports. It's almost... It's almost all the time an aesthetic thing that bodybuilders use. And the type of diuretic he was using was not like one that fighters use, like a laxative, like something that helps you make weight on exactly. short notice. Like that would have been more smoking gun. And his alibi is kind of kind of foolproof in that he's a gamer and he was focused on Fortnite pretty heavily at the time, playing competitively. And then he's like, oh, I'm taking caffeine for gaming. And you're like, oh, I see. Where There's a lot of stuff that makes sense, especially when you know that a lot of the generic knockoff brands that sell cheaper versions of stuff at Walmart have been caught in the past yeah. using the same factories and vats as steroids are made in. And you get it sometimes. You get other chemicals in your, right. in your shit sometimes, right, which right, is right. unfortunate. Tim Means tainted subs. Ginger John. I'm off to sleep. Have a good night. Good stream, dudes. Thank you, Ginger John, for checking in on DLive. Yeah, anytime a fighter pops positive for USADA, though, it's a little... 
knots Any, in the back of my brain. True. Anytime it happens, I make note of it. And I'm like, I got to keep an eye on Sugar Sean now. If he is another USADA pop. My eyes are squinty. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I back away and I'm like, oh. Giving you skeptical hippo eyes. If you pop again, uh, I might have to disown you. It's also, Divest. the thing is. Divest. You have to look at like when John popped for the, the Torino ball. That's what I'm saying. When he <laughs> popped for Torino ball, he was also deadlifting, heavy weights. He was strength training. And then you don't see Sean O'Malley pulling 450 plus on deadlifts on his Instagram two months before he pops positive. Right. For a steroid. When there's smoke, there's fire. Exactly. Yeah. have to agree with you. But let's give a rundown of how the card shook out tonight. Just been a super fun night of fights. It's been good to be back in the saddle, hanging out with Mace on the cast. Sucks that we weren't able to have Matt here tonight. Yeah, it's been close. Lando Venata fell to Bobby Green through a pretty thrilling decision loss. Bobby Green looks like he's swelling right now with fandom. He's really resonating with fans. I hope he cut a promo tonight. I'll have to watch that back and uh, see if he can start to put more, you know, get more momentum, start galvanizing even more attention toward his fights. Vincente Luque looks absolutely phenomenal. Chris Bass boxing. Stopping Randy Brown with a nearly illegal knee. <laughs> a just this fucking really well timed knee from Vincente Luque. Then follow up strikes, knocked him out. Then you have Jennifer Maya controlling Joanne Calderwood, JoJo. On the ground, and arm buying her, and and absolutely hyperextending the shit out of that. Yeah, she's made it need. very obtuse, very uh, very uh, just a wide angle. <laughs> yeah, like a hundred and fifty. What it'd be like a hundred ninety degrees. Hundred ninety. Hundred past hundred eighty. I was gonna for say. Sure. Oops. I almost said hundred and fifty. <laughs> you degrees. fucking suck. Hundred and fifty degrees. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was. Yeah, it was like one ninety. It was a lot. Then Derek Brunson with an emphatic. Putting the bully beat down at Edmund Shabazian uses his veteran status. If I were Edmund, I don't think I would have let him off the stool there in the second. Yeah. Only stuff to work on for Edmund, though, for Shabazian. I agree. Only stuff to work on. He can go back and watch this tape and be like, all right, I need to get better on my conditioning, work around the grappling, getting out of the grappling. Brunson was just putting his weight on him so much and forcing the that grappling. Him, yeah. And Shabazzian wasn't able to disengage quick enough, so he just t- more and more tired. Yeah. And Brunson clearly was planning on doing that from the start and had the gas tank. Derek Brunson did win. Oh, yeah. It yes, was sir. it was veteran stuff. He put a beat down on him. At the very end of the second stopped round, him in it, the second. it could have been stopped. I if, think I, he, if, if I were Edmund's coach, I, think, I would not have let him off the stool going I, into the third. I think Herb was actually... Considering waving it off he there was. too, he t- he literally called a timeout and brought the doctor in to evaluate Edmund to see if he can continue. It wasn't exactly the cut I think he was very concerned with because the cut seems to be at the level of Edmund's eye. He was glazed over. Wasn't bleeding a lot, but Herb saw what everyone else saw. He had the look of a dude where it's just suffering out on his feet, and he's just he's just and you get when you're a certain level of rocked. You can't get your breath back. Your he was already tired, and then he got say, concussed. How are you supposed to get your breath back and perform when you're uh, rocked like that? People can die days later from brain trauma. Exactly. So Herb made the smart decision at the start of the third round. That's true. Thankfully, that's never happened in the we, UFC. Yeah, in boxing, it happens all the time because these guys are allowed all to get the back time. up. It happens. Sorry, dude. A uh, guy from New York died like a year ago. It's because 
you get absolutely brained. Good stoppage for sure. Yeah, you get absolutely brained, and then they give you a 10 count to get back up. And some of these guys are way, some of these boxers are way too tough for Boxing's their own good. Boxing's way worse. They're way too tough for their yeah. own good. Well, that's also why throwing in the towel is a much more common thing in boxing. Yeah. Because corners have to save these guys from themselves because they could actually die. Well, yeah, if you're getting dropped twice every round you know, and the, you do that for a couple of rounds. The worst like, thing that we see in MMA is just like you're a shadow of your former self. Like, you know, Chris Weidman. Oh, stop it. <laughs> well, we'll see you next week. If he yeah, can bounce back. Yeah, I was going to say, if he can bounce back against uh, Agmedov. Akhmedov. I think boxing gloves add more blunt trauma as well. For sure. For sure. And, and it's more weight behind the and hands. And it's kind of like that rugby thing where MMA gloves, sometimes the guys are worried about breaking their hands with certain shots. And it's not even that. Over boxing, the, they'll punch over you Over right the course in. of boxing training, it's not like MMA where you can mix it up and you have grappling days interspersed between your boxing days. With boxing, you're sparring often and you're getting punched in the head. And Full we've, force. We've even seen soccer players develop CTE because it's not always a concussion. That leads Micro to the, the development. It's subconcussive blows that add Same up. Same wavelength. That add up. We are the Hall and Oates of MMA watch parties. <laughs> Holy shit. And they add up. And that's what you see in boxing. So That was beautiful, what we just did there. Yeah. Do you understand? But I will say that, uh, yeah, for sure. And uh, boxing uh, sparring is this weird thing where you're not friends with your sparring partners in boxing. It's not very, it depends. It's well, it's situational. Your trainers usually bring some dudes in, but a lot of sparring partners actually don't like the boxers they train with. Uh, and there's, there's always this false sense of security because you're wearing bigger gloves and you've got this headgear on. And they absolutely but the slam each other. Never helps. It it prevents some cuts, but you're still getting rattled. It's 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 brutal stuff. It's brutal. I've been in. I've seen boxing gyms before and you just watch some of the guys sparring and you're like, holy God, man, can you just, can we just take it 80% today, dudes? Well, you know how fighters have massive egos and then you you catch uh, a good lick and then you're like, I'm going to hit this guy back and then you catch him and then it builds. In MMA sparring, there's a lot more uh, awareness toward not just turning it into a fight because kicks knock you out. Oh yeah, kicks knock you out hard too. And it's but it still happens. You'll see sometimes oh, yeah. gym videos will circulate, and it's like holy shit. I mean, everyone's had like everyone's had those things where a guy hits you hard, and you're like, okay, so Your I guess dip a little. Yeah, bit. and it's like oh, okay, shit. so I guess we're just fighting now for a little bit, you know. Jiu-jitsu is closer. Yeah, it's more intimate for sure. For sure, and that's why it's more personable too. Boxing, it's like both dudes are strapping on their shit on opposite sides of the corner. It's very adversarial. Whereas jiu-jitsu sparring is like, what's up, dude? Like, how's it going? Oh, yeah, Khabib's style. We've we've been saying this from the very beginning of our... Uh, Demetrius Johnson. MMA stream. Yeah, Demetrius Johnson. Demetrius Johnson, one. Khabib Nurmagomedov, Kamaru Usman. He is the perfect... Except, except in the Colby Khabib fight. Khabib has the perfect style to minimize damage. He's going to be reading Shakespeare into his 90s. He's doing just fine cognitively, and I don't see that changing. No worries. Uh, Floyd, see, Floyd is interesting because boxers, it's very rare that you see that happen, especially in so, like someone that's why like he's, Floyd, and that's why he's one of the best ever. So impressive. I, His dude, defense he, is on another level. When you when you mark the two times that he's been hit with big shots and rocked, yeah. and like those are like, whoa, like Zab Judah, Sugar Shane Mosley, whoa! Like, yeah. that's how you know you're a defensive powerhouse. When just getting rocked, people are like, that's those two crazy moments from his career. It's just, it's I wonder if Khabib will ever get caught. Well, he's fighting Gaethje in October, and that's 
probably the scariest fight he will have ever have ever have. Um, and it'll probably we say we say it'll probably be one of his last though. Yeah, well, he's been one of those kids wrestling kids. When you start him at four or five, those guys always retire before forty. Oh, he's definitely gonna retire before. 40. It is so rare, unless you're a guy like Daniel Cormier, where you just love it, love it, love it, love it. It may very well be his last fight if he doesn't. If GSP doesn't accept his offer, you can tell he's ground down from, especially the way he does his conditioning. He does that body weight conditioning where he just you're doing hundreds of reps, going to failure every day in push-ups and squats and stuff like that. I mean, that wears on everyone. Gage is an animal. I had Tony beating him before you watched the fight, though, right? Me too. We had, we had Tony winning that fight. Yeah. And then Gaethje just fought the perfect fight. Overtook him. It's just insane to watch. Absolutely. But wow, what a night of fights. It's a great night of fights, man. It's just sensational. Brunson's talking to Megan O'Leary now. He's in a plain white tee. What's going on with that? That's not Megan Olivia either. I don't know who that bitch is. <laughs> Where's Megan? Where's Megan? <laughs> Bring Megan out from the back. But thank you guys so much for tuning in to this MMA watch party. We had a great time. It was a blast, man. And remember, if you guys want to support the streams, make sure to follow us on all social media at CSW Podcast at the MMA Sub. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe, yeah. And helps. we'll see you guys on the next stream. Peace. We'll catch you guys later.